Hi, Ashley, or whoever you are. Hello, um, Will K, the king. Say my name right, nigga. Um, Or the Joker. No. Will K, the Joker. (laughs) No. I'm that nigga. Um, You are a nigga. Well, you have one. Oh, half-breed-ass nigga. Wait, are you sure you only had, like... You sure yo your dad wasn't like had mixed with something too? We My dad make, was black as West. We wanna make sure he, he holds black we wanna, and black. We wanna make sure he was black. He all black. nigga. I guess you are the color of like black coffee with a little bit of cream in it. That's what actually a, that's about your complexion, actually. Nah, that now I think about it, that's exactly what your complexion is. Oh my no, because we my grandma. The only time I ever really made like drank coffee was when I used to be at my grandma's house, and I would put so much sugar and cream when I was a kid. What the fuck? <laughs> so much because I hated the taste of well, it. Well, honestly, as so kids, coffee time, was not. A, that's so why only, kids don't drink I coffee. To, I would always just when I was at my grandma's house, it was a bunch of old people stuff there, so I would drink. I, would, I used to eat pizza. Maxwell House. I don't or, know or what Folgers. kind of coffee she had. It was Folgers. It was definitely Folgers. Um, I remember that. I remember that vividly because my cousin both challenged each other to eat Folgers crystals one time as a bet because niggas are stupid. Um, but I remember, yeah, drinking coffee in my grandma's house. I used to eat uh, fucking cottage cheese, peaches and cottage cheese, like all the old shit my grandma used to eat. Yes, don't even look. Mm-hmm. Grandma used to eat a lot of old shit, and I used to eat all the old shit with her because I was with my grandma. <laughs> So I bet you all you could drink was ginger ale too. You no, she like I told my son earlier, my grandma loved Tisha Treat. So she kept Tisha Treat in her refrigerator all the time. Mm-hmm. So he's a refrigerator uh, Tisha Treat, um, Tang when I was a kid. Was oh, there. Tang was Tang. Tang was there. Tang was, yeah. was um, some tangy ass orange. Juice. Some kind of juice. Um, but Tang was definitely there. Yoo-hoos? Did y'all have Yoo-hoos? We didn't have any Yoo-hoos, No. Did have chocolate milk like or uh, or strawberry milk? Did have that? I used to drink that a lot over there the too. The Nestle Quick was it the it's like it was the it was mostly the 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 the, the syrup. My mom used to have the powder when we were kids. The powder but, used to bang. But the, my grandma always had the syrup, so we always had chocolate syrup or strawberry syrup at her house. So chocolate milk. Um, it was always some ice cream there. So mm-hmm. always made always was always some orange pop. So orange ice cream, vanilla. Did ice you cream. ever have? Remember the Briars when they had the stupid fancy ice cream cake that everybody thought like they used Breyers. to do the commercial. It was something else. I know what you're talking about, but it was disgusting. I, we had it one time. <laughs> She's always had some fucking intimate, um, fucking um, the fucking Danishes from intimate and it's expensive I heard as shit. So many people were disappointed by it because the commercial make it seem like oh this is a, a delicacy. Shit was disgusting. A we delicacy. had it one time. Um, had that. We had. She's always had the intimate Danishes and shit like that all the time. Um. So yeah, I always little random old people shit when I was in my house all the time growing <laughs> up. So, um, yeah, we didn't even go home. My dad was a hood nigga for whatever reason. He liked basic shit. So, <laughs> the hot some, dogs cut up with the pork and beans. That was that was shit. actually that would be a whole really good. Dinner, nigga. That'd be yeah, whole, yeah, big ass part of it. Yep. Or did you do mac and cheese and hot dogs? Never that. That's disgusting. <laughs> time out. Tie it back in. <laughs> so um, you didn't do the mac and cheese and never. Hot dogs. I would never do anything that disgusting. Um, that just sound, it only sound appealing. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. Our clothes ever get was hot hey, dogs. Hey, sometimes when we was broke, we had to do what we had to do. Yeah, but that don't even go bad. together. That don't go together. I'm sorry. I don't put meat in macaroni. That's disgusting to me. Okay, so you don't do chicken and mac macaroni? Like, As say a if it's side? Like I've so never put buff- a meat so in my macaroni. So what about buffalo mac and cheese? Like buffalo chicken and mac I've and never put meat... The only meat I've ever put in my mac and cheese was when I'm what is like lobster mac and cheese. Uh, that is it. Uh, Outside that's, of that's that, even worse. It's not. It's the greatest thing ever. When I made that shit, is amazing at restaurants. And when I made it last year for Thanksgiving, that shit was amazing. But no. Wait, why would that even be a, a Thanksgiving like? It was just I wanted to make lots of Mexican chicken. That was really yeah. Weird. I know because y'all had the, the the mac and cheese competition, wasn't it? It wasn't really a competition as much. I mean, because my brother was gonna lose anyway because I'm me, nigga. Um, but no, that was his first time making it, so we weren't sure. So I was like, we make this just in case. Well, I was gonna make it. I just had, I obviously had a taste for it, and I had never made it myself. But mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm make it this time. That shit was good as hell. Um, they killed that shit. But whatever the case may be, no, that's I've never eaten meat and macaroni and cheese. That is weird as fuck to me. Wow. Mac and cheese is mac and cheese. It is by itself. You eat with side is a side, but I've never eaten the fucking. Now some people they they can make it as like a pasta bowl. So if you do mac it's and mac cheese, it's mac and cheese, and then buffalo chicken. No. Okay. No. Well, there are pastas that go well with meats, but macaroni and cheese is not one of them for me. That's just not... I only eat mac and cheese one way for the most part, and it has to be baked, and it just don't sound right for me to put meat in it. Yeah. I don't eat... Like, when I was a kid, when I used to make the, like, little box craft when I was a kid, like, when I was a little what? kid. What? Oh, looking back, that we was... We were kids, uh, yeah, so it didn't matter. Once I got old enough to really taste, like, real mac and cheese, I was like, oh, yeah, damn, that was... <laughs> but it's the same thing. Well, yeah, this is before... I mean, you know, you know like, when I was a kid... Um, Cause my mom was the reason I started getting heavy into seafood. It's my her fault. So, Uh-oh. but like when I was a kid, my mom used to eat imitation crab legs, crab meat, and I didn't know any different because I was a kid. So it wasn't until the first time I actually had real crab, I was like, "Oh fuck, what the fuck is this shit you had me eating before? Fuck all of that." We won't. So miss. what's the difference? Imitation is just white fish. Oh, it's just white fish made to look like crab. That's all. Um, Interesting. But which is why have you ever seen? You just spell it with a K instead of a C. Oh. To, to that is imitation. Oh. Um, but so then what's the issue with people in tilapia? Because I, I hear a lot of people. Tilapia is man-made. Yeah, I, I've heard that. But then again, broccoli is also man-made too, so. Broccoli? Yes, but broccoli does not grow naturally. That is a man-made plant. Are you serious? Yes, you know that? No. Yeah, broccoli is not man-made. It's, I mean, it's not natural. That's a man-made um, plant. Oh. Maybe that makes sense. But a lot of things are man-made. So it's not like, when we say man-made, like, we have to factor in the fact that that's what science is. They they cross-pollinate a lot of things with a lot of things to produce a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's not anything new. Like, but a lot of shit is man-made. And when, so it's just a matter of how much, like, they didn't just make it from the ground up. Generally what happens is they cross-pollinated one plant with another plant to create this one or some shit like that. And that happens right. all the time. Um. But yes, broccoli is technically not a naturally growing plant. That wasn't something that nature. Which is grew. why it can mutate as big as it can. Yes, naturally, it's not naturally. It's not naturally growing. That was something that was created by human um, engineering. Interesting. Um, but let me introduce this podcast. We're like seven minutes in. We haven't done that. Almost eight minutes actually. Uh, so I am Will K the King, and this is the Down with the King podcast, episode seventy-seven. 
Yep, 7-7. Seven, seven. Uh, episode 77. 7-7-7-93. Seven, um, seven, seven, as, as you probably heard in the background, like that evil voice on your shoulder that tells you to do things that you shouldn't do. Um, what I are you talking joined, about? I'm I an angel. Joined, I'm an angel. According to y'all, y'all believes the devil was two one day, so that don't mean shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, his name is Lucifer. And, well, so whatever the case may be, I am joined by my arch nemesis, the Joker to my Batman, Ashley K.A.Y. Ashley K is in the building. Teeny! Like a termite destroying this sun. <laughs> Shut up, Earthworm Jim. Um, no. Um, but yes, we are back. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about um, oh, yeah. so, I was yeah. today yourself. Well, yeah, my mom, well, you yeah, found out broccoli was man-made, but yeah, so I mean, it's just that it's not a natural. It's not a natural. It's not a fish that you like swim in the ocean. It's not a real like. Um, and then uh, shit. Um, but yeah, my mom was the first one. Like, she was like, I, I still eat oysters today because my mom. The one thing I could not get into was sardines. She used to eat our sardines, which was crazy. <laughs> now that just I couldn't uh, eat that. She's trying to eat them. She's I'm like, ugh, and she would just eat them shit out the can. I'm like, ugh. Um, that was like the worst smelling. Ugh, like I'm not that, even a, like a, a, a. I mean, I'm not a big fish person to begin with, but I'm damn sure now. I've used like dry sardines to make like broths and stuff, but that's not that's not un- uncommon. But what does that taste like? I like, don't know because I couldn't tell you. But why would you use sardines for broths? What you what make, makes you go? You use, Ooh, okay. let me put sardines in broths. Um, like, you use a lot of dry things and to make soups and stuff. So if you ever had like I don't know if you ever had ramen like real ramen, but if you probably never, not. If you've never had real ramen. They use all kinds of shit. They use all kinds of dry vegetables and seafood and all kinds of shit mm-hmm. to make the broth. It just gives it more depth of flavor and stuff like that. It, like all those things combined just give it. And you, I mean, I'm talking about like you're cooking this shit for hours. So you're not like, it's not going to overpower you or anything like that. So you won't know. But it just, it adds more depth of flavor and or more umami to the, you know, to the food, to the, to the broth. And that's just what it is. So you a lot of shit. Like, um, I was watching a video that said some plant in Japan, they was making, uh, I think it was hot pots, and the, the amount of spices they put in this shit and just different dry ingredients was fucking astronomical. And so you just they like their stuff spicy. No, spices doesn't mean spicy. You're talking like spices that de- 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 describes any type of spice. Spice does not mean spicy. That's two different things. There are spices that are spicy, but spicy when you say spice, that does not mean spice. Just means any type of seasoning. That's what it's. That's this. We use black, so black people call them seasonings. They're called spices. <laughs> we just call them seasonings because black people call shit whatever they want it, to. Well, yeah, I've heard it both ways, seasonings and uh, spices. Most cooking so. are going to call them spices. Most cooks are going to call them spices. Black people season. <laughs> yeah, they call, there are spices. There are always been spices. Herbs and spices. Well, yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> yep. So, but yeah. But my mom, like, I eat oysters today because my mom... I eat olives to this day because my mom. I eat a lot of a lot of my take my, my initial taste buds or uh, food like uh, sessions because of my mother. Um, a lot of shit she used to eat. The only thing like it was a couple of things she ate that I could not get into because I'll never eat chitlins. I, I, I yeah, mean, uh, that's no. I couldn't that, get into no, chitlins. No, I couldn't ew, get no. into. Mm-hmm. Um, but did she grow up in the south too? No, she was. It was just your dad. Oh. My, no, my dad didn't either. He grew up here too. Now he used to go visit. Was my grandparents are from the south? Okay, but they like my dad. Like they would go down there to visit like family in Mississippi. But no, my my dad, and my mom were both born in fucking Detroit. 
like their parents are from this. Uh, like my grandma, my mom's mom is from Tennessee originally. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, my mom and dad are both from here. Um, they just parent my mom, my dad's parents are both from Mississippi. But no, my mom, yeah, she ate chitlins. I, I couldn't get into that shit. Ew. I couldn't get into she. My mom would eat fucking uh, cornstarch. She would just get a like, spoon, literally, and just eat. She corn. would get a spoon and eat cornstarch. I just weird shit in the world to me. Interesting. Um. My mom had an ex who used to cook salmon patties, and literally, my mom's like my the dad's, worst my mom's make those for my dad too. As a one, I've never been, a, uh, I've never been to eat a salmon croquette. I, I can't. That's it's part of the reason I didn't eat salmon for a long time because my only frame of reference was salmon croquettes. So for a long time, it took me years to really get give salmon a chance, salmon a chance, salmon a chance, because I was on my only frame of reference when I was a kid growing up was some salmon salmon croquettes. My mom used to make for my dad. Like I hated fish for a that long time. That was the time worst smell ever. Because of my dad and my mom, because my dad always ate catfish and shit like that, and I hated it. Was our house would smell of the shit? Yeah, no. So that, I hated the shit for so long. It is a really potent smell. Smell hated, though. I hated that shit. And you also don't like peanut butter, which I, I mentioned earlier today is National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day. So you get to miss out on the partake of what Fuck used to be a, a delicacy, because he had peanut. to correct me earlier because I peanut. called it a delicate. Fuck peanut butter is a stab record label one motherfucking crew. I will say though, I mean, shout out to uh, Smuckers for making Uncrustables because those are the most genius things ever. Because a lot of times when I was younger, I used to rip the crust off of the sandwich bread when I would eat my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And they were genius enough to make a, a sandwich without the crust. And that way. Shit, my, but my mom, we talking talk about this. My sister and my brother was talking about this before. My mom. My mom was a good ass cook. So like my mom, like my dad, my, my sister said her and my dad was having this conversation before about how like my mom will learn how to like a lot of her cooking ability came from her learning from my grandma, my dad's mom. Mm-hmm. But my dad was like, there's certain things your mom will cook that she I liked her shit better than my mama. And because my mom, my mom will always try to spruce some shit up. She gonna throw some like when I tell you, my mom <laughs> never made a regular like even with the the top ramen, the ramen you buy from the store. Mm-hmm. My mom ain't never made a, a basic pot of pot of ramen. She gonna add all kind of shit to that shit. That shit gonna be a whole ass different thing by the time she done with What's it. What's she saying with spaghetti? Spaghetti for the most part was, I mean, a basic thing. I mean, I, my, I mean, she, you know, she didn't really do too much with that, but she still would make like she gonna season the hell out of some shit. Like I, I, to this day, like my mom's, like I still like I my dressing is good, but in my head it'll never be as good as my mom's mm-hmm. only because I don't have her to taste it. Like when I ever whenever I was making dressing at the house. For like a holiday, I would always have my mom to sit and she'd be sitting in the living room and I would go in there and have her taste it. She'd be like, um, ask more shade or ask more poetry season or ask like You're it right. was always that. So in my head, even though it everybody was like, Oh, it's good, I'm like, yeah, but in my head it don't ever hit the same way because my mom is not there to taste it. And she never wrote the recipe down. My mom never wrote no recipe. I just know how to make it. I don't fucking recipes. It's the same with mom macaroni. My sister makes her macaroni and it's just that that's just the way we make it. So um, no, she never wrote anything down. Only time she ever used, every once in a while, like for New Year's Eve, she had this cookbook that she had got from somebody. Mm-hmm. We would break it out and make a bunch of hors d'oeuvres and shit like that. That's actually where my salmon dip started. As an the basic, The basic recipe started from that cookbook. The hors d'oeuvre. We would just make a bunch of shit out of her cookbook um, on for New Year's Eve. And then my dad, because he, he a nigga, <laughs> y'all are making all this fancy shit. I'm going to make my own hors d'oeuvres. Is it come in here and start putting hot dogs on two pigs and shit? <laughs> but those are technically even about, like a pigs in a blanket. No, right? not pigs in the blanket. No, just hot dogs or fucking or fucking put out some Vienna sausage. <laughs> and cut, cut them bitches up. 
<laughs> come in here and put spam and cheese on this. Like, nigga, I hate you, dog. What is, <laughs> what is your problem, dog? So order. That's the reason why my sister's badass habits when she was a kid. My sister, like, she knew how to, she knew about that thirty second time when she was like four five years old. Cause my dad, she she hot dogs. She would go in there, grab a hot dog, put it on the plate. On a paper towel, put it in the fridge, um, microwave, and put it thirty seconds because she knew. Yeah. And she eat her fucking hot dogs. Like she ate, she ate all the shit my dad ate. So Vienna sausages, she ate them shits. She ate fucking spam because my dad. She loved Cheetos because uh, my dad. Uh, spam was mm. spam was actually not bad. Also, spam was a delicacy in a lot of countries. They yeah, no, I saw, like, but it was in uh, Hawaii. It, it now, if you cook it. spam, it's good. Well, that's the only way we ate it was some like cook it. Like, no, my brother we fried that shit up. Yeah. And put it on. Like no, we didn't just eat it regular. Fuck off. Um, no. sometimes my my mom and I when we would uh cut up hot dogs um. We actually boiled it sometimes, but we would uh, bake the Pillsbury croissants, and then once we would roll it up the hot dog in the croissant, and then we'll bake it, and then boom, that was like you know the little mini pigs in a blanket, and then of course get some some hot mustard, and then boom, or great poupon, if we if she was able to afford the great poupon, we would dip it in that. But yeah, no, but all, like, all my initial food habits as a kid all came from my mama. And then as I got older, I started expanding. Because my mom, like, she would try different stuff. My dad was very basic. His palate has always been basic to him since I was a kid and still is to this day. I'm um, <laughs> right along with you, daddy. So, like, the hardest part, one of the hardest parts about finding a place for my birthday, then it was trying to make sure we had a place that we have something that me and my dad would eat. All right, well, make sure they got at least steak or chicken on the menu because he'll, he'll, he'll eat those two things. Like, if they got meat, for the most part, he'll eat it. Mm hmm. He might eat shrimp, but that's really the extent of it. But my father. So he's not a big seafood. He loves fish. Okay. He loves fried fish, catfish, shit like that. He'll he'll eat that. Like my father's palate is very very <laughs> fucking basic. It is always and under your your standards, mine's is basic fucking too, basic. So. Um, it just is 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 like it's literally an ongoing joke when we all go out like, yo, what what they gonna get? Um, what, what's it? They got meat or they got chicken? He ain't gonna venture too far out of his his comfort zone. That's just who he is. He's always been that person. Um, so you know, and we just used to it. And my mom was more adventurous than that. He, my dad hated like my mom would like when we get crab legs or some shit like that because my dad, my dad's thing with crab legs is it's too much work. Because I should, I agree. And then it's I just shouldn't like have to work that hard for food. <laughs> and my thing was, nigga, that's, he said I should have to work that hard. I'm, I'm like. <laughs> I mean, it do seem like that. That is a complete that, task you know for people doing, who love crab that. legs. You it just not, you gotta crack that. the damn leg, then you gotta dip it in the butter, then you gotta suck it out the leg. And you don't have to do like, all that. What? If you know how to crack a leg, it don't matter. If once you get used to know how to do this shit, it takes five seconds, dog. It should not take that much work. Now, when we was kids, we had to use like I did use a like a thing to crack it. That was different. Once I got old enough, dog, I can actually do this shit real quick and pull That's what over. I because I that remember shit easy as hell. My now my dad used to eat crab legs a lot, and I couldn't understand because we had that that utensil in the in the um, what you call them one of the drawers, and I was like, what the what is this used for? And she's like, for crabs, and I'm like, but I don't eat crabs, and she was like, well, your dad does, and I'm just like, oh. And one time I used the, the crack peanuts open because I. You know was what I'm saying? Ain't no different than cracking nuts. It's the same but amount of work. It's actually harder to crack nuts because you got to go through a lot more shell. Honestly, no, because they they put salt on the peanuts. So sometimes what I'll do is I'll, I'll no, you know, but suck see, it I also off eat, I used to eat sunflower seeds all the fucking time too when I was a kid too. You said what? I used to eat sunflower seeds all the time. Oh, when I was a kid well, too. yeah, sunflower seeds is good. Now they got flavor. They messy as hell. Yeah, yeah, they are. But now they got different flavors. I think they they've had they got buffalo. 
They got yeah. ranch. I saw that in the store the other day. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, it's not right or something. Also, it's already salty enough. Shit. Yeah. Like, I got to fucking work. I don't feel like doing all this shit right now. Um, but yeah, all my fucking cooking. Like, I mean, after a while, after I got older, I started venturing out and doing my, trying different things. And, you know, my mom, like, so my mom was a good cook. And then I got better. And um, then, you know, you know. The rest is it, as it were is history. And now we we have the 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 chef Black Ramsey. I do, I do, I do. I does what I does. <laughs> I made these fucking. Um, you ever had a Cuban sandwich before? Once, a long, long time ago. So, I haven't had one. Probably it's been a couple years since I was. Is that what the bread was in the fridge for? Are you making those? What bread? You had like I think it looked like some like those are onion rolls. That's when oh, I had okay. corned beef. That's why I made corned beef a few weeks ago. Oh. Um, no, the bread. I'm talking refrigerator was for that. Yeah. And I made that bread. Um, no, I made Cuban. So I wanted to make some Cubanos. So I made I made the Cuban bread. And when I tell you, whenever you make something, especially like if you haven't made it a whole bunch of times, it is about trial and error. Sometimes you fail, and I'm not. Well, being, you failed. Is that like, what you're you telling failed. us? <laughs> Hold on, let me finish my statement. Like when I tell you, this bread kicked my ass two times in a row before I found, and it's partly my fault. I'm gonna be honest with you. So when you're making bread or any type of like bread, generally speaking, when you're making any type of bread, mm-hmm. you need to be measuring in exact numbers. When I bake, it doesn't really matter. You're I talking about bread, right? Bread specifically is important for you to measure in exact numbers, which means not just using cups. You need to be using grams and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Problem was, when I first made the bread... Now, mind you, I made this bread once before, and it was it came out pretty decent. It wasn't perfect, but it came out better than it did this first time. Mm-hmm. Or it came out better the first time. So then this is the second time I'm doing this, like a year later. So I'm making the bread. The problem is... I didn't, I measured the water in cups instead of, because you have to, to, in order to make the bread, you have to get the water to a temperature and you have to put in the yeast and have that sent for about 10 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. The recipe, like, it normally costs like a cup and a, one and a quarter cup of water. But technically, the middle, milliliters is like, if it, in milliliters, it would be 310 milliliters. 310 milliliters is more than a quarter of one and a cup quarters, one and a quarter cups. But I kept going by the cups. And so because of that, when I was mixing the dough, it wasn't coming out in the right, it wasn't coming out the way. And so the first time I did it, like, why is it not coming together? It's not forming right. Why is, why is it not forming right? So I threw the first dough out. Mm-hmm. So I did the second one. Same thing happened. But at this point, I'm like, well, maybe I just need, I need to need it more. So I needed it and I made it and the bread came out. It didn't come out right. So I'm pissed now. And mind you, I have this pork shoulder marinating for uh, in, in the fridge. So I got to use it for something. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck it. So I was like, all right, Wednesday, I get up. I'm a, um, and I know y'all ain't come here for this, but I don't fucking care. Um, so I wake up early and shit. And I said, you know what? I'm going to try this one more time. Because now my ego is, I'm annoyed now. And I don't like losing. Uh-huh. So. We know. So I do it again. This time I said, let me, let me, let me do it right. Let me measure it right. So when I actually measured it in milliliters, I'm like, this is definitely more than a qu- one and a quarter cup. I, this is the problem. I didn't have enough water. And because I didn't have enough water in use, that was the reason why. So it came on right the second time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like, so I made the bread. I I'm bra- I'm, I cooked the meat. I did the braise the meat in the oven for like four hours. And basically, it's like pulled pork, but I marinated for overnight. That shit was good as hell. <coughs> so I made the Cuban. So Cuban sandwich is basically Cuban bread, mustard, ham, pickles, and then um, it's a pork uh, um, braised. I mean, um, pulled pork and, mm-hmm. and Swiss cheese. Where's mine? When I tell you, Let's see that shit. He, he didn't even so think about me. fucking amazing. He didn't even think to call me and try it. Brass tried it because he was at work that day. The mm-hmm. next day, I just happened to bring, I had I brought one for work. <clears> How did he too. like it? He's like, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> 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 He's like, fuck you. He's like, nigga. <laughs> he said, fuck you. And I said, yep, that's the reaction I wanted. Um, but yeah, that shit came out so fucking amazing. Like, even just the meat alone was so fucking tender and just, like... Like, I've gone there and warned a couple people to meet just just the meat alone is just good as shit. Like, the shit, like... Fucking... So, this is to tell you the difference between the failed one on the left and the, the, the actual high is supposed to come on the right. Oh, well, yeah. I, that looked like a failed Subway exactly. bread. <laughs> just right. so like, you can tell the difference between the one that came on right yeah. and the one that didn't, right? Definitely. So, but this is how it looked. Yeah, so where was where was I at? I'm like, you at the fuck out your house, nigga. Where you live, nigga? <sighs> well, next time, call me. Yeah, that shit takes a lot of work. It's not a easy, long, short process. But people are like you be putting on this work. I say, yeah, nigga, it's all worth it to me. Like the work is worth it as long as the product comes out right. Mm-hmm. So yes, I put a lot of work into some of these projects that I these cooking things because I have an idea, or I have a taste for something, or I want to try something. Like you gonna you put all that work, and I say yeah, because it's worth it. Like. Shit, you know, it's worth it in the, the day. Like, shit, when, when I decide to make ramen again, that shit take forever. And I'm going to do it because it's worth it. Because the end product is it like shit. a three-day process? Yep. Because the broth alone take about eight hours. And you got to you gotta braise the fucking, um, uh, the, the chow su. And that takes a few, about four or five hours. And you got to let that sit in the fridge so it can firm up. Because it's easier to cut that way. If you cut it while it's high, it's going to fall the fucking apart. Like, you got a lot of shit, a lot of work, but it's worth it. The end product is worth it. So, you know, it's all worth it to me. With that being said, how have you, uh, how have you been, Ashley? Well, I, I've just been in my bubble just, just watching niggas act like niggas. Ashley stood me up on my birthday, as I want y'all to know that. I, and I t- listen, I, I told you, it was, it was a rough day that day. Like Ashley don't love me. That's not true. Well, when have I ever loved you? <laughs> yeah, no, my anxiety was just it all was over my the place. Birthday. I was Ash fatigued. Was like, fuck, fuck, um, fuck him. I don't need to be there. No, fuck that, that was nigga. not the case. Like, he said, fuck that nigga. That, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I could have said that, but you know, I made up for it by bringing us Chinese food. Bringing you that too. But, yep, you're wrong. But no, so my 40th birthday was last Sunday, technically. But my birthday, I, had a, I went out to dinner on Saturday. Um, you know, people came out and supported. It was, it was good. It was a good night. Um, and you went fun. to Fang Hu, right? No. Fuck, go Detroit. Really <laughs> I know. It's weird. It's fucking meat sweats. fucking meat they kept bringing my fucking tail. It was just ridiculous. It was good as hell, though. Fucking good as hell. Um, That's good. 
It wasn't no weights, no no shenanigans or anything like that. No, they handled a lot of they handled a lot of big parties because the party that was in front of us. Was, it was it was like at least 30, 30 people on that fucking party. Wow, it was a lot of motherfuckers. It was somebody's birthday or something. I don't know. But someone was like, "Oh, oh, his baby mama's here." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Oh, that should be interesting. Yeah. Um, but no, it was it was a good night though. I had fun. I got a new my, my dad and my stepmom bought me a new wallet, which is cool because I I definitely needed one. Um, it was a coach wallet, so it wasn't cheap apparently. Oh, that's what the coach bag. Uh, that's is. what the coach bag is for. I actually got money in the car. I was surprised. Well, isn't that special? But no, I appreciate everybody that came out and supported. I was you know I was a good night. It was cool. Like I said. You know, I didn't do shit really on my birthday. I, I, for the most part, I, 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 I laid on my couch and watched TV and relaxed, which is all I wanted. That's to good today. enough, yeah. Well, I'm old, so it's fine. Uh, no, they so, say 40 is but you the know, new th- but you know, other 40 than my, is the new 20. But other than, you know, my birthday happening on the 27th, a lot of other shit went down that night. <laughs> a lot of things happened on us. Historic. My, my 40th birthday was historic for a lot of reasons. <laughs> also, I mean, being my birthday... Yeah. Um, the Oscars. Well, hold on. Before that, I might want to shout out my North Carolina Tar Heels, who are in the Final Four. They're playing Duke today. Oh, they made it. I don't know if they're going to win, because Duke is technically a better team, but they did beat Duke in their last game. So hopefully they can repeat is it, that. Did Villanova play? Who Who did they play? Villanova's not in the Final Four, are they? Is it? They were in the, the Elite Eight, I know. I don't know if they won the league because that was last week. Yeah. Who is in? Who is in the final four? I know it's Duke in North Carolina. Um. Let me find out because I, I don't recall actually because I haven't been watching any of this shit. I just know who's. In, I just well, know who's I'm in. looking it up now as we speak. So we it have Villanova in Kansas. Yep. Villanova in Kansas. And then, uh, of course, UNC and Duke. The only one that matters. And, and they I, play at six oh nine today, Kansas and Villanova. I tell you. Like, their rivalry is the... And this is also... Given how long their rivalry has been, this is the first time they've ever played in the in the Final Four. It's crazy. Wow. Um. But, uh, yeah. Um, this will be the 100th time that he's... Uh, uh, Coach K has played them. But, um, yeah. Damn. I'm looking forward. So, wait. Is he 100? No. He's been... He's just been just... around... Since he's been Dukes for over 40 years. Okay. He's supposed to be... This is last season. So they had their last game at his last game at home in Duke, and North Carolina came in and beat them, which was funny as hell. Gotcha. Because if you the rival, oh, we gonna we gonna ruin your last night here. Oh, we gonna do that. That's exactly what happened. So um, Duke gets a chance to get revenge, but I hope they don't. So you know, Coach King go off on a loss and, and losing to your rival twice in the world. That's even better. Well, because um, they hate each other. I want to tell you, these schools are really right down the street from each other. That when makes a lot of it's sense. A tobacco, when they say it's a tobacco road rivalry, tobacco road, really, they are. So right it's down. worse than a uh, state they in Michigan. They are right down the street. They're on the same fucking road. They are right down the street. They're like a. Yeah, flight. that's petty. I, I they can are, understand. They that do is not like each other. So, with that being said, um, so yeah, so shouts out to my Tar Heels. So, aside from that, uh, Apparently, some other things happened that night. Uh, Questlove won a Grand Oscar for Summer of Soul. Which so, was an awesome documentary, so by the way. I actually haven't watched it yet. Um, I need to. Um, it's congrats, really, really good. Congrats to uh, Questlove on that win. Congrats to Will Packer. Will, Will Packer was the producer of the uh, Oscars the for the first time. The first black man to produce. First black man to produce. Of 90 years. Um, or whatever years they've been around. 
Will Smith won Best Actor for uh, King Richard. Congrats to him. Ariana DeBose won. Whoever that is. Uh, she won for playing her role as Anita in West Side Story. She is the first. I hate Af- musicals. So I would never saw but it. But she is the first Afro Latina queer um, woman to basically hear that. win for that. So I just don't watch musicals because. Yeah, I know you. I you hate cells. musicals. I hate brain cells. I hate brain, I have brain cells. But and congrats I'm sorry, to if her. I walked, if somebody just broke it on song randomly in front of me, I'm gonna be nervous. <laughs> Even weird. Dreamgirls, like you I hated, hated Dreamgirls. I actually went to see that movie because some chick made me go see it. And I, <laughs> I was annoyed the entire time. Even when, when. And so we made a joke out of it the next day at work. We was like, nigga, every time a customer walk in, we're going to just break out a random ass song and shit. Um, also Welcome con- to our stories. <laughs> How we we help you? Oh, your phone's broken? We can fix that for you. That reminds me of the Family Guy thing where they will always come out singing the AIDS song. You remember what that's like? No, my favorite, my favorite AIDS reference on, and this is a random ass thing. My favorite AIDS reference on Family Guy, it was because it's just it was so nonchalant like, the way he said today. It was the episode when they left Stewie when they went in, like Family um, on like Home Alone when they went to New York. When oh they yeah, on, they had the Olympic <laughs> gas car and they went on and they left Stewie, and they got the Ground Zero in New York. He was like, ah, Ground Zero, where the first guy got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Like, they are assholes, though. <laughs> and also, congrats to uh, Troy um, Coltzer and the rest of the cast for the movie Coda, which, of course, that is one of the most pre- it's predominantly uh, deaf cast. Um, they did win for Best Picture this year, and also Troy won for um, Best Supporting Actor, I believe. So, congrats to him and the cast. Also, congrats to Megan Thee Stallion for performing, um, to, to doing a remix to We Don't Talk About Bruno. Yes. Performing on the Oscar stage. Congrats mm-hmm. Um, but I know what y'all here for. We know what y'all here for. Yeah, we, we y'all might as well get into it. Y'all here for the bullshit. We might as well get into it. So, we're gonna set this up. We're gonna set the scene. Chris Rock is coming out to present the word, the, uh, the reward for, uh, best documentary, which, as we alluded to, Questlove won for mm-hmm. Summer of Soul. Yep. Chris decides to make an off-color joke about Jada Pinkett Smith, who, as many of you know now, has a bald head. And, may, and many of you know now, the reason she has, she cut her hair off is because she has alopecia, which Due causes her hair, which is, which is an autoimmune disease, which, but... And it causes her hair to fall out randomly. So her hair could grow out, and then next, you know, a few months later, she could start having patches in her hair randomly. It just, it's, it, it, whenever it flares up. And so it, you have no control over it. And so she just gets to the point where she got tired of waking up and having patches in her hair. So she decided to cut it. And so she cut her, she cut her hair off and uncompleted. And so Chris Rock decides to make a joke saying, Hey, you know, Jada, looking forward to seeing you in G.I. Jane too. For those of you who were not born in the 90s, G.I. Jane. <laughs> starring Demi was Moore. Was a movie starring Demi Moore, who was a woman who wanted to join the military. And, and she shaved her hair bald. She had to shave, you know, because the military, they, they always fight for uniformity, which is hilarious because, as far as I know, you can get an exception for hair. Um, but, yes. you know, that, that's. I, I, it's funny because I didn't know much about the military back then, but I do know that you actually can get it because people get exception, um, exception for a lot of shit. That's what I was saying. Like, there's a woman So I don't know. She actually had to. I think the whole point of her doing it was to show that she can be one of the guys, but yeah, it just but, lo- but it also uh, takes away your individuality as a individuality as a woman. But hey, whatever. 
it was it was really geared towards, you know. But they, you know, whatever the movie came out, whatever it was, it was the movie was what it was. Mm-hmm. So it made this joke. So, of course, was as, us, as usual, the cameras were playing right to the people who the joke is being made on. And Jada was not feeling it. Will kind of he's he kind of laughed, giggled at first, and then next thing you know, you see him standing. You know, Chris Rock standing on stage, and you see Will. Walking up to the stage casually, you know, but in a pursuit. He's like, hey, you know, and, uh, what's going on? We, uh, the hey. five fingers say to the face, and Smacked. he slapped Cold the hell out of Chris Rock, and then he walked away and got back in his seat and proceeded to say, and I'm a, I'm a paraphrase. No, I'm going to repeat it. Yep. Keep my wife's name out your, your fucking mouth. mouth. And he doubled down on that. Keep your, my wife's name out your fucking mouth. And then Chris replied, I will. Now. I will. For the people watching at home, we didn't hear him say that. Because, because FCC, the audio yeah, cut, cut that out. part out. But thanks to our people overseas in Japan and other countries. Where they don't give a fuck. They played the, <laughs> the full audio on the internet and we quickly found out what happened. Mm-hmm. Because most people's reaction when it first happened It was, was a staged. This must be staged. Oh, that's weird. Because honestly, never... I thought it was staged. A at lot first. of people did. Um, uh, actually, I'm gonna give a shout out to somebody. Is one of your breezies calling? I don't have those. Mm-hmm. I have friends. I have people who know me and love me, but uh-huh. I don't have that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know you ain't talking, but you, but you know, unlike you, I don't answer the phone money and, and do negro shenanigans. So I, I, first off, I don't have none of those. Like now, I, I've grown up. We're, we're, what are we? Yeah, you know, two years older now. Okay, nigga. Oh, uh, whatever. <clears throat> I, your transgressions last year, nigga. That shit's on your credit report. Um, last year? What are you talking about? You mean years before that? I said that. your transgressions last for years. Yeah. Them shit's still on your credit report, nope. dog. Nope. Um, nope. The, the depth's been white out. So with that being said, um, so... Who are we shouting out, though? Because you said you were going to give a shout out so to somebody. It was a guy... I think I mentioned him before. He's a guy on TikTok. His name is Juju. He goes... His, his TikTok name is Straw Hat Goofy. Okay. He got on TikTok about a year and two years ago, probably in the middle of a pandemic, because he's a fan of movies. He's just a movie guy. Mm-hmm. He loves movies, and so he got on TikTok. Was like, I'm just gonna talk about movies, and that's literally all he does is talk about movies he loves and gives credit his his takes on movies, watches movies. That's all he does is give his take on movies and stuff like that. He's gone from starting out as just randomly doing that to now getting invited to all the premieres, and he just was on Good Morning America. And he okay. was on the red carpet at the Oscars. Oh, okay. So, so he was, oh, he was in the audience when it happened, and he gave his take. He said, when we were there, because he posted his reaction to it, it took, he's like, he's like, hey, because he said, when we were there, we were sitting there like, oh, that was weird. It was We thought it was stage two. We heard the slap, because we was like, oh, because it, like, it sounded loud as hell in the room, he said. And I was like, that's an interesting Ooh, that, that, yeah, was a that was a lot of sound effect. That was a clean. That was a sound effect. He's like, whatever. But he's like, that's weird. That's an interesting bit. And he's like, he's like, but then we heard what Will said. He was loud as fuck. He said, we heard him say, keep my wife. And he's like, oh, this was not staged. <laughs> so it went from everybody be like, huh? To, oh. Because you matter of fact, if you look Lupita, Lupita was right behind her. She was like, at first, she was like, she went facial expression of the Her facial expressions kind of told the story of real at first thinking, oh, that's weird. Oh, huh. Like, oh, yeah, well. Oh, that wasn't, that wasn't, uh, Mm -mm. nope. That wasn't, that wasn't, that was real. Gotcha. So, 
That being said, you know, Chris Rock kept the show moving, you know, did what he needed to do. And then about 20 minutes later, Will won for Best Actor for King Richard. Now, in the moment, you're always going to get your hot takes on the internet. And the hot takes have been hotting. They've been delivering these bitches. Oh, spicier than hell. Them shits been hot and spicy. Them bi- mm. them bitches been them bitches been caliente. Hotter than Satan's. Them bitches been caliente. It's them been shit, hotter than Satan's balls. Let's tell like, you that. Them shits have been on fire. Like goodness gracious. Great balls. Great ticks of fire. Like them shits been out here. <laughs> um, from black people. Hmm. And the initial response from a lot of black people at first was, white people, stand down. This ain't for you. Stay out of this. But as you, for anybody who knows how the whites like to act. Mm-hmm. They just don't know when they don't like goes out of business. Not being a part or having their voices heard because their voices are the only ones that matter as far as they're concerned. Yep. So the whites have been whiting. And I'm not talking about fish. So the whites have been giving take after take. The blacks have been giving take after take. Um, And when I tell you the whites, I mean whites from fucking Mick Foley. Uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Fucking Jim Carrey. To a bunch of comedians. Tom, like a bunch of whack-ass comedians that nobody cares about. Yeah. And so let's start with the black people. This is going to be a long. So, anybody who's who's aware of black social media and black Twitter has been aware that the, the Smiths have been in the in the in the spotlight a lot in the last year or two. Um, they've been in the spotlight most of their careers, but for different reasons. Yep. Last couple of years, though, um, specifically, especially in the last year, has been tied to their marriage and how their marriage operates. For years, there were rumors that they were in a quote-unquote open, open marriage. marriage. They were swingers or whatever the case may be. They never once confirmed this, but that was the rumor going around, so people just kind of ran with it, whatever. So then, you know, this has been going on for years. No, you know, whatever. Whether they are or not don't really affect us. So I don't know what the issue is because it's like if they are or not, that's still their fucking relationship. So why do you care? Because, you know, people have their idea of what a marriage is supposed to be like. And, you know, you know most, most people's relationship yeah, marriage is not yeah. not equal. It's man running. But, so. unfortunately, it's all Jada's fault. Somehow, in some way, shape, or form, it's Jada who's the devil because of her open relationship with August. Okay. So, we'll get into So, this is where it is. So, last year... August Alcina, who we hadn't heard from in at least five years. Yep, after that one hit wonder single he had. No, he, had a whole, he was a hit pretty good. Okay, three hits. Yeah, a whole album that was pretty, I don't know. I don't know. I three. Good, but, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to give him a three hit. He was a, he Amongst was, black people, he had a good He was a three album. strike one. He had about a one album. He had a one album run. <laughs> Whatever the case may be, August Alcina comes out and basically says that he was, he did, he started doing a bunch of interviews because I guess he's trying to revive his career. <laughs> And rather than talk about, hey, I don't want to revolve my career, he decided, hey, to spill the I'm going to spill tea. Now, the first rule about Fight Club, Never we talk don't talk about, about Fight, Fight Club. Club. If you are in a situationship or you were in a situationship with whoever, 
why would you bring that person? Why would you throw that person uh, throw that person's name out in the, in the in the public? That was because my thing is this: August basically says he was in love with Jada, and he had a, a, a affair with her or a relationship with her, mm-hmm. and he caught feelings, and he was brokenhearted when it, she didn't. You know, she didn't. She wasn't leaving Will for me, basically. Yep. Now, if you say you love this woman, you have a weird way of showing it because you decided to drag her name through the mud because you were hurt. Yeah. Which is a common talk tactic of men. Mm-hmm. Men do that a lot. When they're hurt by a woman... They're going to throw dirt on her name and make her out to be the worst person in the yep. world. Jezebel, devil. And the reality is that for a woman being dragged in the mud, it is a lot more hurtful than it is for men because men have been terrible for since the beginning of time. Yep. And they will still get a pass for mm-hmm. being terrible. They will still be in Because it's in their nature, you it's know. Women and people in society have accepted that men are not going to be faithful or they're not going to be this or they're not going to be that. And so they just say, we're going to just take you for who you are so you're allowed to have... As long as you a, know he pays the bills and, as long and as he takes can provide care something of the kids. He can give you and, good dick. You also have yeah. women some people care about. Mm-hmm. And so that, that their value is based on their ability to be a provider or whatever the case may be, not them being a, a good human being. Yep. And so men can get away with that. But a woman, especially a black woman, does not get that same grace. Nope. So with that being said, if you claim to have loved this woman at some point, why would you then drag her name out there in the mud? Because you know how social media works. Because he was hurt. You know how social media works. He was hurt. So with that being said, he goes out and does his little press run and talks about Jada and his relationship with her and blah, 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 blah. Now, for 10 some odd years, the Smith has never acknowledged this whole situation as far as the ideas of them having an open marriage because they never had to because it was never anybody to confirm it. Mm-hmm. So because Will's side pieces kept their mouth shut if that was case, yep. whatever the case may be. August decided to open his mouth. Yep. So now, Jada has a platform where they table talk where she brings people there to talk and the internet was not going to let up mm-hmm. so they had to address it. Yep. And Will being the supportive husband that he is, mm-hmm. I'm going to be there with my wife. First thing he admit is that, hey, because the, the first the first narrative, so they say, hey, yo, we were we were separated. We were not in a good space. We were, I was, we were done. I was done with you. Mm-hmm. You were done with me. We were not together. Yep. We may have been still married, but we were, it was, um, we were done. It was a wrap. Because mind you, Will also was having an open relationship at this time of being separated. You know, in case people didn't, you know, watch that part on the Red Table Talk. No, people, people, people want to say, oh, he just made, he just said that to be to make something like this because uh, they want to bash. They just want to bash. Even though there's pictures, though, it they was pictures. Bash, they want to bash Jada, it's so like, not, that uh, does not fit. That does not fit their narrative. So not, that part does not matter. Yeah, nope, that mm-hmm. part we don't, we don't talk about. I ain't, I ain't see, it, I ain't see shit. Oh, I ain't wow. see shit. No, I don't know what I'm about. Nope. nope. Jada's evil. Nope, sir. So. Because she's still in love with Tupac. Right, that too. Yep. So that being said, everybody and their mama has come out and offered an opinion about Jada and Will's relationship. 
there have been multiple head because she has a talk show and she talks about things. Mm-hmm. People will take con- uh, things out of context about things she said. Oh, there's no, you know, no, you know, there's things missing. Or th- she said little comments and they'll take the context and put it on the headline and make it seem like she said something that was crazy. But if you go and listen to the actual headline or actually read the article or listen to what she said, the shit she said wasn't off. Like it was something about having to talk to your partner and having your partner understand. No, people don't read that because no, they no, feel no. like they don't need to. No. So it's like, she, no, no. Like, oh, Jada says her sex life will is not satisfied. That's not what the fuck she said. All she said was, we operate under this arrogance that our partner knows what we want and you have to, mm-hmm. and we don't communicate. Right. And even if you've been together and the only thing that keeps a relationship together is if you communicate what you want or how you feel. Yep. That's, 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 a, that's a good thing. Because people change, people grow. Right, and they, what you and what I liked ten years ago, or two years ago, or fucking two months ago, might be not different. be the same. Yeah. So you need to communicate. Communication doesn't stop just because you've been married for a certain long time. Like, oh, I so, know this is how you like it. Like, what? No, I used to like it like that, but now I don't. So. So, for example, when I was younger, I liked a more firm bed. Now that I'm older, I want a soft bed. Gucci. Just it is. Yeah. You change. People change. Mm-hmm. People's preferences change, or they're they're just over over time based on different factors. And so, like for me, I used to love hot Cheetos. Now, uh, I fucking hate it. I know that was weird, but again, you know, preferences. I'm realizing that Ashley doesn't like anything good. So, um, you even said so yourself. Hot Cheetos is a hood rat snack. So. That's a that's a that's a thing that black people say. <laughs> there are plenty of people who are not ghetto who eat chachitos. I'm not ghetto. Oh yeah, no, I know that. But yeah, no. It's, I, it's, I, we stereotype everything in our day, which is a whole this is part of the issue with this whole Jada Will shit. Yep, it is. Um so But let's keep it going. So they did the table talk, they addressed what happened, they said, yo, we did what happened. Mind you, this mind you, you have to also factor in. By the time we heard about this, this has been years before. Mm-hmm. They've already dealt with this. They yep. already in they in a better space. Then people picked on the whole thing about them making the, the joke about uh, bad marriage for life. That was a joke. Clearly, uh, clearly sarcasm. Have people don't know sarcasm? I guess they they just no. They said bad marriage for life. I'm never championing that. It was a joke because y'all assume their marriage is bad because y'all is not what y'all think a marriage should be. Yep. Y'all y'all make assumptions about their marriage and so they fed into it. By making that joke, and y'all niggas still ran with it because y'all are slow. And fucking dumb. So, we get to the slap. The slap heard across the world. Now, before we get to present day, let's take a, 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 a step back. Back into time. Do, 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 do. Chris Rock. Now, look, I'm going to preface this by saying this. I have been a fan of Chris Rock for a long time. I am not going to deny that. Uh, he, he's been hit miss However, for me. that's Dave Chappelle's been hit or miss for me, actually. <laughs> Dave is kind of hit or miss for me. I've always um, loved Dave, I, I, mostly. He goes, I don't, sometimes. Uh, I know, I know, you've, you've, you've voiced uh, it. But yeah, so, Chris Rock uh, is hit or miss. But one thing I will say about Chris Rock, so for example, there are people who don't like Kevin Hart because they feel like Kevin Hart is too uh, lighthearted. Commercial. Music. Commercial, whatever the case may be. He, he caters to white people too much or whatever the case may be. 
But nobody ever says that about Chris Rock, and that's exactly what he does. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock has been caring to white people for a very years. long time. Years. Because my thing is this. Black comedians, specifically. The, my favorite black comedians are the ones who just joke about whatever. Right? I joke about my life. I joke about my you know family stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. I hate comedians in general who just focus on stereotypes. Yep. I hate comedians that all their entire stand-up is based on stereotypes. stereotypes. So... Even While with a lot of people don't like Chris Rock, I'm sorry, sorry you know, people don't like um, Kevin Hart, I'm sorry. Kevin Hart doesn't, he used to do a lot of more stereotypical stuff. Mm-hmm. Now he does more like family stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. He doesn't do a lot of stereotyping stuff anymore. I personally respect him for that because I feel like that's low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. A lot of black, because if you used to, growing up watching comic view. Yeah. Everything was a stereotype. Now, it's also different if you're doing it in front of company, in front yeah. of us. If, if I it's jo- black people, then yes. If we are one amongst our own people, it's different because those jokes... Because that was what Comic View was made for. That was, it was made for us, and it was us joking about us to us. Yeah. Totally different. But when you get in front of white people and you do the exact same stuff, that's when I have a problem, and I feel like you're you're just you're just grasping that low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take t- like yes, it takes talent to be a comedian, but I do think it takes more effort to not go to jump at the stereotype. Yep, and also knowing how to read the room. So even when I listen to comedian white comedians, are like a comedian that's Jewish. You can make a Jewish joke here and there, but like your whole set shouldn't be about you being Jewish. Like that, it gets to yeah. a point where it's like, really? You ain't got nothing else to talk about? Yep. I'm Jewish. Like, yes, Jewish is, oh, Jewish people are cheap, or Jewish people are this. It's always the same stereotypes. <clears throat> but then complain when other people say those same stereotypes, but yeah, but y'all perpetuated in your comedy. So why do y'all not understand that all you're doing is feeding into what people already believe about y'all anyway? Mm-hmm. So that's my biggest issue with com- comedians in general is that. My favorite comedians are the ones who don't feed into stereo, like they don't focus their entire comedy on stereotypes of people in their own community. Chris Rock, for the most part, has basically made a career off of doing just that. Now, as he's gotten older, he's done it less, but it's still a huge part of his comedy. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why Paul Mooney has never been funny to me. No. Um, he's had a few here and there, but for the most part, my favorite comics are not the ones that just tailor to a black audience, but they're actually just funny to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Chris has made a career of joking about his own people in front of white people. And what I don't, I've never been a fan of that for any comedian. I don't like Comedians that joke about that make fun of their own people and and talk about our own stereotypes to company because it's not because all night at that point or it's outside the same of reason. company because it's also the same issue I have with Tyler Perry because he does the exact same thing. Uh, don't even get me started. That's my man. issue with Tyler Perry. It was one thing when he was just making them his plays because that was yeah. just for us. Yeah, 
But when you start selling them to the masses, now you're doing it just to get... Because white people. You want to get white people's attention and money. And supposedly white people were like, oh, I love this Medea character. Oh, you I'm love, sure you do. You love black people being portrayed in stereotypical ways is yep. what you love. Mm -hmm. And that is what I have an issue with. And so, I say all that to say when it comes to Chris Rock, Chris Rock has made a career off of trying to get the attention of white folk. And so his entire, all his comedy has always been at the expense of black people and mm -hmm. using stereotypes for black people or any other minority group, women, whatever the case may be, especially black women. Yep. And so when all this pop off, people start, you know, the Twitter, the Twitter FBI, <coughs> they, they, they get to working. And so you start look going through the history books and you realize that Chris Rock has been going and making jokes at the expense of Jada Pinkett Smith since the nineties. Mm -mm. So, for a lot of people who are, you know, people don't remember, Chris Rock used to have a show on HBO, The Chris Rock Show. Yep. It's like a late night talk show. In 1997, there was a Million Man March in, in Washington, D.C. And a Million Woman March, So then March there was also too. a Million Woman March in, in Philadelphia that same year. Jada, this is before she was, I think this is the year right before she was married to Will. She gave a speech at the Million Woman March. On his show, Chris Rock talked about the Million Woman March and basically dismissed Jada's speech and her activism and stuff like that. So then he also had Jada on the show and gaslit her the entire show and just kind of made it seem like her speech and what the Million Woman March represented was nothing. He said it was basically a, a large woman's shopping trip. Like He made a bunch of little corny jokes about it, right? Mm-hmm. All right, whatever. Because the stereotype of women, they like to shop. Not as a stereotype. But the stereotype, low hanging fruit. Yep. But it gets you a laugh. That's all you matter, right? So then, we fast forward to 2000. Like, he's made jokes in different periods. So then we fast forward to 2016. And there have been instances in between that whatever it was like, like, so. So 2016 was the year we had the Oscar so white controversy. We had a, a lot of black and entertainers wanting boycott, to boycott, and boycott Jada was it. one of the louder voices calling for the boycott. <laughs> partially because she felt like they needed a change and also partially because Will hadn't been nominated for the concussion movie he did. Mm-hmm. Chris takes this moment to make, do a whole monologue about Jada. Saying Jada's, you know, you know, boycotting the Oscars and he was like, he said, Jada boycotting the Oscars like me boy boycotting the, um he's like and she on a TV show he said he said wait what, what are you talking about he's like J Jada he's like Jada boycotting the Oscars like me boycotting Rihanna's paintings neither one of us supposed to be there or some shit like that or neither one of us was wanted there or something like that and I'm like so you just now you're dismissing her career and yes you're right she was not gonna be there for like for herself mm -hmm. that's not the point and also you're dismissing her career like she wasn't a yep. good actress when she was active like that um. And so, like I said, and so that was the start of it. From that was that was also another instance of him talking about Jada, making her the butt of his jokes in front of all these white people, because that's what he did. And so we move, we fast forward to March twenty seventh, two thousand twenty two, a day that should be a national holiday because I was born on it. But aside from that, 
This slap. Heard around the world. And you have people who are saying, well, shouldn't have done that. You know, because, you know, and, and he should, there's a time and a place. So the first thing you get from black people is the respectability politics. There's a time and a place. He made us look bad in front of all you white folk. He took away from black excellence that was on display that night. All these things. All these things. Because, and here's the challenge as a black person, in general. When are you ever supposed to respond? When are you ever supposed to have an emotional moment? When are you ever supposed to be a human? Because for black people in general on a day-to-day, we are held to the standard of we got to be on every day because if we falter, then the white man, the is, white man is going, going to, to make is going to make some type of judgment on us, or we're not going to get like where we have to be on. But and and but then when you become a famous black person, it's even worse. It's even it's even it's a million times worse because now not only do I have to be on it to make sure these white people don't look at me a certain way, I got to make sure I appease them, but also I got to make sure I don't make us as a collective as black people as a whole look bad because. I represent everybody. Even though throughout the course of history, especially with Martin and Malcolm, both of them were assassinated by white people. Martin chose to do things peacefully and nonviolent. Malcolm was, however, more defense by any means necessary. Guess what? They both got murdered. Not because of what they were doing, but because they were black. Well, partially what could have been done. Well, yeah, that too. But mainly despite the fact of what they were doing, it didn't matter if they were being violent about it or nonviolent about it. The white people still wanted to kill them because of the fact that it was black people. And they didn't want you rallying them against us because that's the, the thing they fear most in this world is black people coming together and saying, oh, fuck y'all. And yep. if they ever get to the point, that's the whole reason they've been fighting against that since the beginning of history. Mm-hmm. So that being said... As a celebrity or a person in this limelight, you as a black man have to consider, oh shit, does this make me look bad? Oh shit, how does this affect us? Yeah. Like we have to whole have a whole ass meeting anytime a black person makes a decision in, in Hollywood or any type of celebrity because if they it may it may make the rest of us look bad. Oh, it, it set us back ten years or two uh, whatever bullshit mm-hmm. rhetoric. It's always respectability politics. We shouldn't be doing this in front of in front of company. All this other yeah. bullshit. All this other stuff. My life or any other black person's life should not be dictated based on how it makes us look in front of white, white people. Mm-hmm. I am a human being first, and yes, I am a black man. But at no point in my life have I ever said, you know what, I shouldn't do that because these white folk don't look at me different. Because at the end of the day, I am who I am, and I'm going to react the way I'm going to react in that moment. So... Yeah. For example, it was the same thing that happened when the Malice in the Palace happened. Mm-hmm. I had arguments with coworkers. <clears throat> oh, man, but he making millions of dollars. He should have thought about that. Somebody threw a beer at you. I said, okay, if somebody walk in your store right now and punch you in your face, are you going to react? Now, that was physical assault. Or, so he didn't gonna, have the right to you defend gonna, himself? Are you, re- are you going to react? Or are you going to think, yeah, but I don't want to lose my job? Because even if you're justified in responding, you're still going to lose your job for punching a customer. Yep. 
right? So is it right that you, so you're going to think about all that in that moment or are you going to react? Are you going to think, oh shit, he just hit me. I should probably not respond. I'm going I'm to I'm walk away. Yep. Or are you going to react? And you tell me a lie and so say you're not going to react because I know better. Yep. Most people are not going to re- you're gonna say somebody punch you are just going to, oh, and also, on top of that, Ron Artest has been open about his mental illness disorder. So, I mean, that Even was beyond also that, that. Yeah. I just got pushed in the face yeah. by this big-ass Ben Wallace nigga. And you think I'm okay for you to throw a beer at me, dog? I'm on go. Already. Not to mention, nigga, I'm from Queensbridge, dog. Yeah, but the unfortunate thing is that when white people see black people get like that, it scares them. Mm-hmm. So when they saw Will Smith go up on stage and bitch slap Chris Rock, putting him in his righteous place for disrespecting his wife. Because, you know, people were like, well, he cracked Will on jokes. It's one thing if you're going to crack a, a joke on me. And that's, it's what Will, and that's what Will said in his apology. I can t- I know I have to take jokes part because this just comes with being famous and in the spotlight. Yep. But somebody joking about my wife's illness. And, that's, and then it started with that. Oh, he shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't. Have, oh, you can't take a joke. Blah 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 blah. Then it started. Well, well, alopecia ain't really that big a deal. It's not cancer. Fuck you, Bill Maher. That's, he said that in the interview. He wasn't the first teams. one, but yeah. I, I've I've been on. First of all, I used to be a huge Bill. I used to watch Bill Maher. I've been on Bill Maher ever since he said nigga on TV. Yeah, he struck me as a. a when he said that racist. shit, then hey, Ice Cube came on and I'm like, yo, nigga, what the fuck? But no, I was I was all, I've been off Bill Maher since ever since then. That was years ago. I used to watch that show religiously. And once that shit happened, I was like, oh, you a little too comfortable, dog. No, yeah, no, nah. cover up. Oh, that and also his he's just his Islamophobia is just out of hand. Like he basically blames in everybody who's ever Muslim and like acting like the they fuck? the only crazy uh they on they the only radical people who do terrorism like white like this whole country uh, wasn't built off of that. Right. Oh, uh, like, white, white people, people like right people religions ain't never caused death. Like they've been doing that shit since the beginning of time. Yeah, yeah. white people are the main thing. They're saying violence is never the answer. You nigga, must. you invented violence, dog. <laughs> no, I got Trey songs. I invented sex. Nigga, you guys, you, you niggas violence. invented violence. You Caucasians? Christopher Columbus. You niggas invented violence. <laughs> Accidentally stumbled upon America. more people yes. in history than anyone. And your response you is get over it. You niggas invented violence, and y'all still use violence to enforce whatever beliefs yep. y'all want every time one of your fucking police officers kills an innocent person. Mm-hmm. Cause they, they oh because my life was in danger quote unquote okay yeah because we're we're supposed to fucking believe that I actually just saw a video what was it the other day um this was down in Florida why does this not surprise me but um a white officer actually choked his female officer uh his his female coworker because. She saw him harassing a black man, and he was. She basically was pulling him off of the black man, and he basically decided to choke her the fuck out because he's like, "Don't fucking touch me! Don't fucking touch me!" Well, she saw you doing something inappropriate, and it's funny because uh, there was a clip going around um, from Hot ninety seven. Yeah, Peter Rosenberg was talking about. He's like, "That's my problem with you, police officers. 
if I if I you won't ever call anybody out and say yo you're wrong or you're you're bad at your job. He said if I see another radio personality do some some heinous shit, mm-hmm. I'm like no you're bad at your job. What the fuck is wrong? But you police officers never want to call nobody out, which is why this shit never changes. Because y'all are this whole y'all keep this whole y'all gonna keep the company line and yep. never calling each other out and say yo that's fucked up. You're wrong. You're a bad at your job. Yep. So I commend that that and female police officer. What it really boils down officer. to is this. They don't want it to be them. They know if, yep. they, if, if they do that, then it could be them next because they they are they are complicit with the system and how it works. So yeah, no, I I give props to that female officer for being brave enough to stand up to that that bitch ass uh, cracker who of course was assaulting a black man, probably just because of the fact that he was black. But yeah, no, and I hope you you get yours, bitch. But so with that being said. You have the respectability politics from one corner of the um, of the uh, of the uh, the aisle, mm-hmm. and then you have all of these white all these uh, all these white people who we've told to stay the fuck. And out they just don't never listen. It. This is not this is not for you. White people will, like to be nosy. For we all will the handle it reasons. internally. We do not need y'all think pieces, y'all <clears throat> opinions. I got people coming out. I got Amy Schumer coming out talking about how she's still traumatized. Bitch, shut up. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm traumatized by your non-funniness. Bitch, shut up. You ain't never been funny. You ain't gonna never be funny. You funny looking. Uh, yeah, very much so. Um, Like, she look like a marshmallow face. That bitch look yeah. like a marshmallow. Didn't she have an affair with Dolph Ziggler? They had a relationship. Uh, oh. I was, they was dating, and she said the sex was too acrobatic. <laughs> Maybe because she couldn't keep up. She said, nigga, the sex was a little too acrobatic, is what she said. Uh, yeah, um, she definitely couldn't keep up with my man. Um, so, she, yeah. So, I got even white people who, like, I like. Jim Carrey and came out and opened his fucking mouth uh, and put his foot in. Put his, even put, though his career was founded by black people. Put firm. No, I don't just absolve you being an idiot. White people are like, I'm appalled. They gave him a standing ovation. I'm disgusted. I will, he should be But there's arrested. people like Harvey Weinstein who still he has their here. fucking Oscars. Let's be clear. You niggas gave Roman Polanski an Oscar after he was convicted of raping a 13-year-old child yep. in 2002, and y'all still gave him an Oscar. And but it's okay, because it's great. And the only reason he wasn't there is because he couldn't come back to the country because yep. he fled. Mm-hmm. But it's okay, because, you know, rape is okay. You know, because, again, at the end of the day, what was she doing with him? You know, That's why when the fight. article came out talking about the, their investigating punishment for him, I said, if y'all investigated punishment for him, y'all got a long-ass line of motherfuckers y'all need to investigate punishment for before y'all get to him. Uh, there was also, I just recently found out back in, I think, 72, John Wayne tried to fucking slap um, a Cherry, uh, Cherokee Native American woman that was up on stage presenting, and then Clint, he, uh, Clint Eastwood, too, even tried to assault her and calling her out her name and tell her to go back to her country, this, this, that, and the third. Live on the fucking Oscar stage, people. So, you want to say... He was like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened at the Oscars. Oh, my God. This is the most egregious thing. Jim Carrey, come on. We're not the cool club anymore. You motherfuckers ain't been cool in a long time. Y'all the rapist club. Y'all the abuser club. Y'all the pedophile club. Y'all are a lot of club. Cool has not been one of them. Yep. Y'all cool with... People being abused is what y'all cool with. Yep, you even kind of uh, contribute to your ex's death. How about that? Yeah, you got her hooked on Mm painkillers. You've done some things. Let's be clear. All you niggas got skeletons in your closet, so y'all probably should shut the fuck up. 
Alec Baldwin. Alec you, Baldwin. You, nigga, you got people. bodies, dog. You got a body. You got bodies on your. On and your. you have an anger problem. How about that? You, you choked you, the man you up. You abuse people on sets and all kinds of shit. You like, killed somebody on your own fucking set. I'm shit. I know one thing. Mark Wahlberg may not come out. I mean, many Asians he didn't attack when he was. Uh, he, I think he 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 knows to, to keep his no, mouth. No, you know shut. what? Well, I, I want to salute. I want to salute. Harry Potter. Yes. Good job, Daniel. Daniel Good Radcliffe. Daniel was Good like, job. nah, I heard enough takes. I'm a key. I don't want to be another Smart idiot. Smart man. Smart I'm man. I'm going to keep my opinion to myself. <laughs> That's right. You know what? He is like, Espelios. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he did. He, he expelled said, nah, bro. Y'all ain't going to get me. Y'all ain't going to get me. Nope. Nope, he, he, he said, did right. I ain't seen what black Twitter do. I'm good. Because <laughs> we're going to talk to, to us, the, you know, the white people chiming in. And then you got the Uncle Tom section of the black community. Oh, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz, which, who I don't know. really think want to be black, yeah, which is she, clear. She, yeah, because that's, that's not her. That's not who she identifies she, with. You know, but she wanted to get black support when she came in with that whole thing about, they didn't want me in. I auditioned for Batman before, and they said I was too urban. You trying to get black people support then... You want to cater to Oh, Bobby. but Twitter dug up the fact that somebody who used to work for Essence tried to get an uh, interview or cover story done for her, and her one of her publicists responded back saying that, oh, that they don't do those type of magazines. She don't want to have anything, like, and she only want to accept roles that have anything to do with her race. Mm, yeah. If a role emphasizes mm. her race at all, she don't want it. And they heard, she said her agents know I have to bring that to her. Uh, also, she was a creep. Because she was creeping creep, on Jaden Smith when he creep. was 14 years old and, and she was 25. there's a whole song about it, isn't it? He made a song about mm. her, yeah, when he was like a few years ago. Mm. Mm. 10-minute song, too. But yeah. Mm. But no, yeah. It, no, you you was crying to creep on Jaden when he was 14 years old, dog. And you were 25. Mm-mm-mm. Fuck. Hey, like, you, you so people. you need to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And, and just like that, your moment is gone. We're back to talking about Zendaya. So. And she looks better than her anyways. <laughs> and she don't pretend she's not black. Exactly. Um, but yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. When she did an interview talking about how I didn't really identify with my black side. Like, I didn't like hip-hop and I didn't like uh, some shit. Like, that's all you equate us to is uh, black hip -hop, TV shows yep. and movies mm -hmm. and shit? No, okay. Okay, cool. That's what being black to is to you? Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Yep, hip-hop. Hip I like Neil Young. I know white black people that like Neil Young, motherfucker. Exactly. Uh, you're an idiot, but it's cool. Apparently, black people are a monolith. So. I wonder if she likes her dad then, because, you know. <laughs> so, with that being said, we have... And this has been my favorite segment of the population with a re uh, response. Black men. Uh, this has been the worst torture. So. so we have we are in the era of black men making bad takes. Mm -hmm. Um, and let's be clear, we're gonna start. We're gonna preface this by saying this: admit that you motherfuckers don't like women, and specifically y'all don't like black women. Then you can't fight. And y'all niggas can't fight. That's, that's neither another. But y'all don't like black women. We just gonna start it there. Y'all don't like black women. Y'all have not liked black women, and y'all would never like black women. Y'all like pussy. Y'all don't like black women. Mm-hmm. Some of you may not like pussy, and well, don't want to admit too. it. That too. That too. However, all these black men coming out saying Will shouldn't have reacted that way. Oh, you gonna risk your career for a woman? 
or you gonna do this? Who's embarrassed you? Who and- embarrassed you? Because that's the other narrative is that oh Jada been embarrassing him for years. Jada ain't embarrassed him at all. Y'all created the narrative that she that he she embarrassed him. Mm-hmm. They both were in ex- uh, uh, extramarital situations because they were not together, which they both said. But y'all didn't hear that. Y'all decided y'all want to psychoanalyze and say, oh no, nah, that's just a front. He really hurt. Y'all made y'all took still pictures and made it so he was crying on the picture, which really wasn't. If you watched the video, he was not. Y'all added that shit. But all right, cool. So y'all made this whole this whole narrative that somehow she embarrassed him. She didn't do shit. Cause again, we would never get confirmation if it wasn't for the dude who couldn't keep his mouth shut because he was in his feelings. Mm-hmm. But y'all want to admit that a man is the reason why this shit ever came out is not her. Will had situations too. This is just that his chicks kept their mouth shut, and this dude was in his feelings. Yep, that's what it was. That's what it boiled down to. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, a dude got in his feelings. Yep. And he decided to step out. It's the same and, thing and, with females do when you know, the they, they, they sleep with men. But now apparently, are... but, and really what it boils down to is this. We already have a, a segment of men in the community and men in general, especially black men, who don't like women, who don't like, they, they, they blame feminism on women uh, being too intelligent or being too successful or... Or being... Or being too comfortable in their sexuality. Yes. And, and, be, and being and okay not, with it and not being, being okay ashamed. okay with it not being ashamed of saying, yo, I like sex. That don't mean I want to be in a relationship with you. Yep. And, and I have control over God, my oh, body. Oh, you're acting too much I like a man. To. You're acting, you're too masculine or you're too this, you're too that. All these other things that these guys claim that they don't like about women. So in a situation with somebody like Jada, where she's in a situation where we know she was in a situation with a guy. Mm-hmm. At the time when she was separated from when her she was husband. separated from her husband, but y'all keep ignoring that fact, and also the fact that will because it's it's fine when a man does it. Yep. it's fine if a man has stepped outside his relationship, and then, because and, the woman is a, is expected to just sit there and wait. And until that, the man but is no, done. but then that's also the woman's fault if she allows herself to stay with a man that constantly cheats because he cheated on her because maybe it's something that she's not doing. Maybe she nags. Maybe the sex. Or maybe he's just a hoe. <laughs> they don't see that. No, because it's always the woman's fault. With these black men that we're talking about in general, no matter what it is. It's always the woman's fault, according to y'all. Y'all blame women for everything. Yep. If y'all could blame women... Shit. Y'all blame women for the weather. The whole idea (laughs) of mother nature. Y'all blame women for the weather, dog. The whole concept of mother nature. Y'all blame women for the fucking weather, dog. Mm -hmm. Y'all will blame women... For if you roll out the side of the bed and trip, you gonna blame a woman. Yep. Y'all just don't. Y'all don't like women, dog. Like just say that. You women, y'all want women to be the scapegoat for everything bad that happened in your yep. life. And then when they do, when the woman does right by herself, like in the situation with Sierra, she leveled up and married Russell Wilson. <clears throat> why? Why they always gotta be? She really don't like that nigga. She just with him because he's soft. Like Russell Wilson, you a simp. Because why you all over future son like that? You ain't his father. This is uh, the, future this don't want to be with his this son. Is the this <laughs> like, is the problem I, I find with that. Because there are still women and men who don't seem to understand that, oh, how could you go from future to Russell? 
Y'all act like people's preferences don't change as you grow up and mature. Exactly. You could want a certain type of nigga and then realize that, yo, this, this ain't the type of nigga I want. Mm-hmm. Or deserve. Or deserve. I need. I deserve better. That can change as you get more mature. Y'all think Russell's corny because Russell is extra. He's he he has his faith and he has all these stuff. Is oh, that's him. And he that's actually him. loves Sierra and her oh, children. He, he's a simp. All these other stuff. All the other shit. All these other things. Your narratives. Are, but it's no different than um. Who was it? Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm drawing a blank. Lori Harvey. With her dating. Well, no, they was mad at her. Oh, she out here just yeah. Oh, y'all, she y'all ain't talking about how she a hoe. Who said she's she a, was a hoe? She's a, I'm plenty of dudes. I know. Well, no, I mean, y'all get being mad sarcastic. when dudes do that shit, but why she? I mean, because she she's trying to figure out who she likes, and obviously. So the difference usually when a guy's doing it is that the guy's telling one chick he want to be with her. Mm-hmm. Why he out here being a hoe? Yep, and and, and it's not like, the case. She's. I'm pretty sure she's direct. Like, yo, I'm I'm dating around until I find the person I want to be with. Yep, and if and it you know don't what happened, out. she dated around until she find a nigga she wanted to be with, and she been yep. with Michael ever since. Yep. So what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Y'all have a problem with women owning their shit and saying, yo. I can do what the fuck I want. I'm a grown-ass woman, and if I want to date around until I find the right guy... Because that's because what dating is all men about. Are, men are taught to... They can date around until they do decide they want to settle down. Yep. Women are taught to find a husband. Yep. They are taught that... One man at a time. Their expectation One man at a time. is to find a husband. That's it. And, men, and they're supposed to just wait until that they find that guy. Yep. And just settle down. Or, or, or just... Just stick it out until he leaves you. If he leaves you, then you know find somebody else. But you know, just just stick it out. If he or, if he t- or, or, or teach him how to be a better man. Yeah. Like stick it out. Deal with his shit. Mm-hmm. Deal with the verbal and mental and physical and, and physical abuse in some yep. cases. Mm-hmm. cases. Deal with all the trauma from him hurting you and not considering your feelings. Yeah. Put up with it. Because you know, love is, love is never easy. Put up with it for ten. Love for is 10 never years perfect. So. Before he finally decided to propose to you, because he finally tired yep. of being a hoe. And decide you want to finally settle down for mm-hmm. ten years and getting you pregnant fifteen times. Oh, you like? Because sometimes men need to know that you're you're down for them, right? Let, him, die. Get the, let yeah. him sow his oats. Let him get that show his, his, his system first. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, that's all men are gonna do. Men are gonna be men. Yeah. Men are gonna cheat. You just gotta accept it. As, as, as long, long as, as he's he don't make you look stupid. Yeah. As long as he don't make you look stupid, there, everybody. Because you know, I mean, as long as he 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 the pays the bills. The standard shouldn't be the fucking ground, dog. Mm-mm. The standard shouldn't be trash, dog. Nope. Like it shouldn't be, yo. I expect him to cheat. Yeah. As long as he don't make me look stupid. How about you shouldn't expect him to cheat? How about that? You know. And it's sad where it's just like a man wants to praise his girlfriend. Like, of course, going back to to bitch ass, whatever his fucking name is, that one rapper, uh, little Dirk, talking about his girlfriend. Like, you know, I I respect my girl because she has a low body count. And again, nigga, you have no idea if she's telling you the truth. Exactly. Meanwhile, you have five kids. You have seven different kids by five different baby mamas. Yeah, you're proud of your girlfriend. Well, he's she a guy, a so he's allowed to do that. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, key lock, key lock, man. You know. Mm-hmm. Keys, open doors, or whatever the fuck the niggas be saying. Yeah. Um. So. 
So yeah, these black men, they're all basically saying that this is all Jada's fault somehow. It's Jada's fault. The slap she is made, all Jada's fault because... She should have stopped him. If she was a real one. If she was a real one, yeah. she would have calmed him down. Um, Blah, blah, blah. All, but then be the same people saying videos about a dude beating up a dude that was messing with his girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I would have been me. No, wait, hold on. You just said it wouldn't be you because you're not going to risk your job. Or your life. Your, or your life over your over no woman or no female, as you like to yep. say. Yep. Because we don't want her to be a human, you know. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, sticks and stones may break your bones, but words should never hurt you because, you know, words are just words. According to some of these black men that I argued with, because, you know, you should be able to control your emotions with what people say to you. And it is easy to say that when you are not in an emotional situation. Mm-hmm. Is the reason, like I said earlier, is the reason why I hate hypothetical questions. Because if you ask me a hypothetical question, I cannot tell you the answer because I don't know. Yep. I don't know how I will feel in that moment. I don't know how I'm going to react in that moment. So I don't know. I can't tell you that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie and tell you uh, and give you an answer because I don't know. And I'm not going to tell you an answer because then you'll hold me to you'll hold me to the answer. Yep. If something happens, but well, you said you wouldn't do that. I said yeah, but I, that's why I don't answer those questions. I avoid them. I tell people all the time up front. I'm not answering hypothetical questions. I hate hypothetical questions. I don't answer them on purpose. Exactly. Because I hate it. It's stupid. Because um, in that moment, you don't know how you're going to react. It's no different than a guy going to get married. He don't know. If, he might not know he's going to cry. But when you see your wife walking down the aisle, mm-hmm. that moment gets you. Yep. It's no different than any other moment. You get nervous. You get in a situation where you don't know how you're going to react. You get emotional. Will reacted emotionally. He he saw whatever he saw, the reaction from his wife and her, her, the hair, her on her face or the embarrassment on her face, mm-hmm. and he got tired yep. of the disrespect. You talking about my wife, this is not the first time you've come for my wife. And but, I'm sick of it. But then on the flip side, these would have been the same niggas had not Will came to his wife's defense. They would have all dragged him on social media saying like, Oh, Will Smith, bitch, he's soft. He let another man disrespect his wife on national TV. Actually, no, they wouldn't have because they wouldn't have, they wouldn't, they would have thought the joke was okay. I don't think they were reacting to it because they would have thought the joke was okay because they don't give a fuck if a black woman is being disrespected yeah. in public. That's the thing. So they wouldn't have cared because they don't care if a black woman is being disrespected. But the public. black woman would have said something about it. Some of them. There's some black women out here still yeah, well, yeah, saying bullshit, too. Mm-hmm. which is the problem. Yep. Like, oh, what is alopecia? Ain't that important? Or whatever, or whatever. It's like, and they're probably that. married to trash ass men or still haven't. And that's what one woman was like, you women are are bashing will because y'all don't know what protection looks like. Mm-hmm. Y'all have never been protected by anybody. Y'all don't know what it looks like because y'all deal with dudes who are not gonna take who are not gonna stand up for you. Or you haven't healed to where you can recognize that I'm not gonna settle until I find somebody who can treat me this way. Because I'm sorry. I know for a fact, and I know my father. If a man says something about anybody he loves, he he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm the same way. I know my brother's the same way. My family in general. You said something about me and mine. I don't care who the fuck it is. Yep. We go have a problem, dog. We go have a conversation. Mm-hmm. The conversation can go too well. Yep. Right, that's just what it is. I don't play about my people, and I and that's and that's what you're supposed to do. Right, yeah, I'm not saying. Look, I understand. All this other, like, yeah, shit, he has slapped him, all this stuff. You can you can debate that. Right. But I understand. Exactly. Why I understand. he did it. I understand. I why. understood why he did it. 
And could, these... could he have done something differently? Sure. Yeah. But he chose not to. Sure. Because that, Chris Rock. This whole idea that violence is never the answer uh, is bullshit. Get out of here. Because half of you people saying it have probably bullshit. resulted to violence at one point in your life. So, miss me with Also, that. insults are a form of violence. Yep. Verbal violence. Violence is violence, not always violence, physical. Violence. So, I'm responding with violence with other types of, another mm-hmm. form of violence. So. White people calling black people niggers. Is that not, you know, insult, like... You're just going to sit there and take it? No, no, you know? Um, And that was another thing I had to debate with some of these um, house niggas because they feel like, oh, well, you know, you need to be in control of your emotions and you can't control how people, what people say to you. And, you know, the way you respond is going to only open up to consequences. And I said, first off, it's it's all the way around. You can't make this one-sided. You need to watch what comes out of your mouth, point blank in a period. Freedom of speech does not give you freedom from consequences. Exactly. You can say whatever the fuck you want. However. However, a person is also entitled to respond in the way they feel appropriate based on what and you And if say. they want to whoop your ass? So that means there's an ass woman coming and so be it. And maybe an ass woman coming. And with Chris you Rock, not, he got bitch slapped. You ain't, uh, you ain't free from those consequences, dog. And he learned. You're just not. I'm sorry. And uh, people will say, well, he's a comedian. He's a comedian. Comedians are not immune from getting knocked the fuck out, dog. It's happened before. It's not the first. It's happened before. It's not going to be the first time. Sorry, it's not going to be the last time. Because you can't. Everybody is not meant. Everybody don't have to take your joke. If you joke about something they're sensitive about, guess what? You might get the wrong reaction. Yep. That's just what it is, dog. It's not. Everybody's not going to just see here. You and don't have. You can't control. Ha, 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 you can't no. control people's response. Say what the fuck you want to. However, at the end the of the whole, day, you he, can't uh, control. A uh, he 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 hell. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. No, we're not laughing about that. Not, that's not funny to me. Nope. You don't joke about that. And everybody has a trigger. Yep. Sometimes that triggers a hair trigger. Sometimes it takes more. But according to these black people, too, um, you know, you, 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 you're a celebrity, so this is a part of your job black as a celebrity. Black people are always expected to be more, are more... There have been white celebrities that have assaulted people, assaulted paparazzi, and all kinds of stuff. They never have, and nobody's ever said a word. Mm-hmm. Because he assaulted, he he slapped Chris Rock. All of a sudden, it's like, yeah, like Chris Rock named Kuna for what? Yeah, Will slapped a, a a reporter like years ago yeah, for some weird shit. So nobody said shit then. But and then you know, I think the issue too is, is that everybody thinks Will Smith is Jesus Christ because. All you keep hearing is, is, but Will's been so perfect. and You're he's right, but been everybody so has a breaking point. And the fact that he hasn't gone off after all these years, yeah. and it took this long, mm-hmm. you niggas should commend him. Yep. Because I would have cussed all you niggas out by now. Yep. The fact that he has remained this calm and centered for all of these years, after all of the dirt y'all had thrown on his name, calling him soft, calling him a sucker, all these kind of things y'all have said about Will Smith. And Will Smith took that shit on the chin yep. and didn't respond. And it took you somebody saying something, the wrong thing about his, his wife, wife in a setting where he was just like, you know what? I'm fucking fed up. But then the audacity of these people to say that she doesn't deserve to be a, uh, defended because look at all, she's making it. It can't be protect black women, but only when it's appropriate. Yep. It's either protect black women or it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not, yeah, but only in certain settings. Yeah, everybody except Jada. She doesn't deserve that. Like, what the fuck? 
And so then we have the other segment is that the comedians have come out in full force. Mind you, mm-hmm. about 75% of these comedians ain't nobody paying attention to any fucking way. Yeah. But they all got an opinion. Because they want to be relevant. I don't know who the hell Tom Segura is. Who the fuck is that? Exactly. <laughs> I know one thing you need to ask Wolf for what he said about Jada. Oh. Uh, what does... I, I have always hated Corey Holcomb because Corey Holcomb is a jackass. Yeah. And he said some bullshit. And he mm-hmm. should get his ass whooped too. Mm-hmm. Like if Will wanted to go on a whole slapping tour... I would be okay with it at this point. Yeah. Um, fucking, uh, like I said, I mentioned Amy Schumer. Um, Wanda Sykes. Wanda yeah. Sykes. I have, He never apologized to me. I feel bad for... Apologize for you for what, bitch? What? You've been cooning for white people for a long time, too. Yeah. be clear. Mm-hmm. And you also worked with Chris on the show. Yep. So it doesn't surprise me that she go okay both for Chris. Um, because mm-hmm. he's the reason you have a career. Yep. And the biggest culprit, Tony Rock. His brother. Tony uh, Rock. Let's be clear. Tony Rock's relevance is owed to the Smiths because they cast his ass on all of us. Yep. And if it wasn't for them, the he show that was created by Will and Jada, by the way. Created by them. His biggest break was given to him by them. Yep. Your brother won't even let you open for him. Until now, all of a sudden. <laughs> no, that was a different show. It wasn't even his brother's show. Oh. That was okay. his own show. Never mind. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody asked to hear from Tony Rock at all. Yeah. Until this shit happened. Now all of a sudden, shit, Chris's tour wasn't even selling out until this shit happened. Yep. Um, and now all of a sudden, because you know, I guess you know, Chris got what he deserved. Now Tony wants to try and yeah, it's on. No, it's on. we are. We are. I'm like, shut the fuck up. But bro, I th- what happened to violence is never the answer because that that sounds like you you want to um you know I- initiate violence, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Violence is only answer when they sell tickets. Yep. Um. Also, other thing. Back to Chris. The other thing that people brought up, so two th- years ago, Chris made a documentary called Good Hair. Mm-hmm. His documentary, the premise behind the documentary was that he was trying to uh, get, you know, help his daughters, um, you know, be more comfortable with their hair as black girls, which is a commendable reason. However, if you actually watched said documentary, you would know documentary was a bunch of bullshit. Not the people who were in it, mm-hmm. but from Chris. Because all Chris did was make all type of stereotypical jokes about black women mm-hmm. and, and and gaslight them and talk about all the money they spend on their hair and all the other things and all these things that they do to their hair. But never once addressing the fact in the documentary that the reason these black women do all these things to their hair is because of European beauty standards and basically being told that their hair was not acceptable within those standards or in the workplace or different spaces. And so these black women felt like they had to do all these different things to their hair, like perms and shit like that, because they felt like they had to. Not because, oh, they didn't love their hair, but because they were told, your hair is ugly. Your hair is not appropriate. Your hair is not beautiful. Your mm-hmm. hair is not acceptable. It's too wild. It's, it's too all nappy. These it's it's all these different things. You need to take. Like you need to permit. You need to relax your hair. Yeah. All these things that they were taught were to be more palatable for white people. So 
you can't have a documentary about quote unquote black women's hair or dirt and and then change it to say and then but you make a mockery of the whole thing the entire time. Mm-hmm. He's t- making jokes in these women faces the entire time. They're telling their story and they're trying to be honest and shit. And he making jokes the entire time. He made one joke to this Arab. I think it was an Indian lady. She had really really long hair. He's like, anybody ever come try to take um steal your hair? It's all my dad is. She's like, no. He's like, right, you better run. You better not run to the black woman. They probably take your ass down. Like, what was, what was the need for that joke? Like, if you watched that film, that was not a, a positive film. You could take positivity from the stories of the people. Yeah. But for Chris's role in it, all he did was make jokes at the expense of black women in that fucking thing. And of course... Even when he was in front of non-black women. Yep. But of course, you know, people are going to say, but that's his job. You know, people need to learn how to take a joke. Stop being so sensitive. Why are your jokes at the expense of black people? Exactly. Why are your jokes at the expense of black people? But he made jokes about white people. He made jokes about so and so. Always in relation to black people. Yep. But they don't want to hear that. Even the whole niggas versus black people joke was to satiate white people. Yep. There's a difference between black people? I don't like niggas. Yep. So I'm not I'm not giving Chris that bail because, like I said, he has made a career out of making jokes at the expense of black people and especially black women. And of course, now they're trying to dig with the hoe, you know. But Chris now he has childhood trauma from when he was bullied and this, this, that, and the third. And you know what? Sometimes that people who get bullied end up being bullies. That is the same bullshit they try with R. Kelly, and I don't fucking care. Yeah. But also... You make a choice... To what you... Yes. To which you are a comic. Mm Mm-hmm. You choose to make jokes about what you choose to make jokes about. There are plenty of comedians who choose not to make jokes. And like I said, grass build low-hanging fruit that is... Racial stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And there are some who build their entire careers off of it. Yep. And Chris is one of those people. This is what it is. But sadly... And if he were just making those jokes in front of us... That'll be different. Fine. When you continue to make those jokes once you get in front of white people, now you're making us the butt of your joke to entertain white people. But what's sad is that also these people who want Will Smith's head on a silver platter were also the same motherfucking niggas that was um, uh, supporting Bill Bill Cosby and the rapist Kelly talking about these men they're being wrongfully accused and and we we need to we need to support them because you know you know of course Bill Cosby was trying to buy NBC and he was America's TV's black dad and you know he was he was good a good person for the the black community and meanwhile R. Kelly was one of the greatest artists ever and you know we can't separate the man from his music and I mean, but these these people actually took advantage of women, sexually abusing them, you know, manipulating these women. However, Will Smith slaps a man for for rightfully protecting his rights. That's another narrative I hate. And if, if, if it was so and so, you wouldn't have done that. If it was so and so, you wouldn't have done that. Y'all act like Will Smith is some small nigga, dog. Exactly. Also, the narrative changes as of a different person. Because, first of all, nobody else would make that joke. Right. Second, again, 
the history of Chris Rock making that that keep my wife's name out your mouth wasn't a that wasn't based off of yeah. one thing. That was a com, that Multiple. was a mm-hmm. combination of instances where he has made jokes at the expense of Jada. That wasn't you don't say that to somebody that just one time made a joke about your wife. Right. You say that to a but guy. But people don't want to hear that because they want to stick to the fact that, oh, no, it, this is because of Jada because she aired all their their dirty laundry. Yep. It, it's her fault. He need to leave her because, because she's easier, trash. It's easier to blame black women. Yep. She oh, don't deserve to be protected. She's a woman, and she stepped out in her relationship when they were both separated, and they were both having situations. But okay. Mm-hmm. But y'all don't talk about Will because y'all don't know about it. The only reason y'all talk about Jada is because y'all know about it. Even mm-hmm. then, and so y'all made her out to be this villain. Yep. And so, uh, but yeah. Oh, well, you know, if, if The Rock, like Mick Foley said the thing, I wonder if it was The Rock, would he have done that? Oh, Mick Foley. I First was so, all, uh, he should have The Rock really... would never make that joke. Exactly. The Rock is literally one of the nicest people in the world. Exactly. And I'm sure he's the met The Rock would Will never before. make a joke like that. And, uh, Ever. Like, y'all just be throwing people names out here. Well, if it was somebody else, mm-hmm. it was so-and-so, would they even have? No. Because guess what? The entire narrative changes because most people are not making that joke. Eddie Griffith said the joke was too far. Exactly. Now, if Eddie, who is a fucking comedian, if he says and that. And a fucking rude one. Yes. If he even can say that, then where the fuck is the rest of y'all brains at? Shit, Steve Harvey said, look, if that was my wife, I would eat he said, Chris Lucky, he didn't get more than a slap. And Steve, and usually Ooh. Steve Harvey be Steve a little like, suspect. Been, been, well, but even if Steve Harvey pointed it out, then. But then, yeah, uh, you got you got comedians on both sides. I understand. Like, look, it was me, my wife, yo. But then someone's like, yeah, but I'm a comedian. Well, I'm, I'm scared. Sure, I'm so scared now. I'm scared to do my job. Mm, yeah. Okay. You being a comedian. Does not absolve you from from rep, um, repercussions if you say some shit to somebody who ain't ready, who ain't here to hear your bullshit. Or maybe you should just try and find another career, Dan, because obviously like, the same sorry. for you. It's not. It does not absolve you of getting hit if you say the wrong thing to somebody. It's no different if you're on the street and you make the joke at somebody's expense. Mm-hmm. You might get hit. When we was growing up and kids on um, playing um, capping on people, yo mama. <laughs> um, yo, many of your mama joking got a nigga knocked the fuck out, dog. So I don't care. All the other bullshit y'all talking about, eh? So it's just, it's just, it's been a cluster. Um, shit, Shannon Sharp. Fucking uh, I, Stephen I, I A. Smith. Shannon uh, Sharp. I, I was like. Stephen A. Smith, who's been a coon, Shannon Sharp, <laughs> he, he should have been his hands on August. Because again, all y'all, y'all, you alpha male motherfuckers, all y'all care about you, is that a black woman. Well, was, beta, because that. Whatever y'all want to call yourselves. Y'all niggas, all y'all care that, about. That's beta man behavior. Is that, and the thing is also this. This speaks to brings up a whole nother issue. Why is it y'all always, y'all want him to attack August? August wasn't in a committed relationship with him. And August actually went up to him and told him what the situation was going on in private. He didn't well, go on... Well, no, they did not. Well, they said I mean, that, didn't, that didn't happen. Oh, they didn't, okay. Didn't, they, I mean, Will knew. But no, August saying he got uh, his approval, his blessing was like, Will's like, that's not what happened. What the fuck are you talking about? Because <laughs> Jada was like, 
Why the fuck would you like? Why would I ever need his blessing? We not together. Why the fuck you? Exactly. I'm a grown ass woman, dog. Exactly. They don't like that. That's really what it boiled down to. Y'all don't like the fact that a woman was able to step outside her marriage and do whatever she did, and it's okay. Y'all don't like it. Mind you, none of you niggas married. Shannon Sharp is divorced. Will, Stephen A ain't never been married. Y'all niggas need to shut up. He shouldn't be. Why is it you people have a tendency to blame the person who is not in the relationship? I don't care if it's man or woman. If you are in a relationship with somebody, like, for example, um, people was blaming Gabby, um, Gabrielle um, Union for mm-hmm. D-Wade. Yep. She wasn't married to D-Wade. Yep. I mean, she wasn't the one married. D-Wade was. People that still blame Alicia Keys for Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats was married, not her. And again, you don't know what the hell he was telling her because she could all she could have been heard is like, yo, our marriage is over. We separate. We together no more. Whatever. I want to be with you. She don't know. Mm-hmm. All she knows is what this nigga is telling her. But somehow she's the one y'all can't, y'all y'all paint as the home wrecker. She wasn't part of that home. He was. So if anybody wrecked it, it was him. Mm-hmm. Y'all always blame the person. So if Will has a problem with Jada's situation. He shouldn't be coming at August because August is not the person in the community relationship. He should be coming at Jada if that was the case. And it wasn't. People are, eh, they're weird. That, that's what I've learned is that people are weird. And that's that. Shit. All this shit been going on and we had fucking... Actors getting um, getting arrested after um, getting caught, police calling him ten times for um, assaulting people over in different places. Mm-hmm. The dude that's supposed to be playing this, uh, the Flash, Everton Miller, got arrested for and got police calling him ten times for just fucking with people, fucking up, um, trying to assault people. Yep. And nobody's talking about that. He, niggas, he, is he gonna lose his job? No. Mm-mm. Y'all got shit. What's her name? Still got a job on the fucking um, the fucking um. Fucking, uh, what is his damn name? Why am I drawing a blank? Aquaman film. After she lied about Johnny Depp and basically got his career taken away from him. Oh, that bitch. She's still getting jobs. Yep. Johnny Depp got pulled from all the fucking, from Fantastic Beasts and all that shit. Yep, but that's because, you know, it, this world is fucking weird. Um, but I will like to give a huge shout out to Denzel Washington, however, who who pretty much held it down. And was by Will and Jada's side throughout the whole entire thing. And was, you know, somebody who consulted with him. Even though I, I don't really care for Tyler Perry. Shout out to him, too. And even Bradley Cooper went over there to make sure that Will was okay as well during after the slap. Also, all these people that say they want to apologize, Will to apologize and all this other stuff. And nobody ever said, anybody said nothing about him um, wanting Crystal apologize to Jada. Not, she deserves one, too. Yep. And I ain't heard nobody say shit about that yet. So, yep. you know, it is what it is. Um, but hey, Chris should be thanking him because your tour was not selling tickets and now shit, nobody can find a seat because of this shit. So hey, Chris, you're welcome. You're fucking welcome. Um, Kareem, I don't know that Kareem Abdul Jabbar, he set us back. Kareem, shut the fuck up. Uh, you old people want to use respectability politics. I'm not, I'm not here for that shit. Yep, that's because they're, they're, some of them, they here. still carry I'm the, not, the I'm slaves. Not, I'm not here for Some that. of them are still slaves in the mind, but sadly. to get to something more lighthearted, um, because we spent the last almost two hours on that shit. Yeah. 
and we're almost close for for WrestleMania. So I think it's already on, but it's neither here nor there. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Did you see the the drama with Black China? Oh, and her getting dragged by uh, Rob Kardashian and Tyga. <laughs> so Black China decided to get on the internet. She's she's said she's I just weird. had to give up three of my cars. Why? Because uh, of my my morals and my and I'm a mama. I'm a single mama or some shit like that. <laughs> And it's just like single, no support, child support, some shit like that. And so then Rob Kardashian's like, that's funny because I pay 37K a year for my daughter's schooling and I pay for all her medical expenses and all her extracurriculars and she with me Tuesday through Saturday. Mm. Uh, and, then, uh, and then Tiger's like, that's funny because I pay 40K a year for my son. Schooling and um he went me Monday through uh, Monday through uh, Monday through yeah. like, so what you're saying is you the only get your kids through oh, shit. It's like pretty so, much Sunday. And so Tiger was like, wait, you only uh sorry. Tyler's Tiger was like, these are Robbie's like, well, you only paying 40 uh, 37k nigga, how give me the hook hook. Good. <laughs> um but and he's like, why would I pay child support? They live with my kid live with me. So everybody started dragging her like, so basically this bitch only get both her kids on on Sunday. Yep. <laughs> And unfortunately, I've never been a fan of Black China. I've always thought she. Was I mean, she she tried to come up. She got she came up. She tried to come up, but that shit ain't working out her favorite way no more. And she she did her come up. She, and it she, went down. It's not working. <laughs> Sorry, you know. Because who the fuck gonna give you full like full custody of the kids, dog? Especially when you don't want them. It seemed like because you wanted them for what they gonna it was gonna get you. Yep. Um. Also. I'm sick of corny rappers. What happened now? I hate Joyner Lucas. I mean... Joyner Lucas... He's a... He's what I would would say is... He's a gimmick rapper. He has to bring up a... Like, he just can't make some good music and let the music stand for being good he has to find an angle to get some notoriety he's a clout chaser mm-hmm. so the first time he got attention was the I'm not a racist video mm-hmm. and that was the first time people was like who oh, is this no, that's an interesting creative whatever the case may be it was interesting though so I then after that he did I can't remember what else he did he did a couple other instances of videos where it was like situations like that where he just kind of capitalized on because at the time when that I'm not a racist shit came out that was at the high guard protest stuff like that so low hanging fruit alright cool but every time he drops a song it's a gimmick he dropped one song for his album that was when the gimmick was him and Logic beat, uh, squashed their beef mm-hmm. alright cool oh um, I didn't know that him and Logic had a beef oh, though they had a beef oh because he um, so the beef started over Tech Nine, so they both been huge tech fans of Tech Nine. Mm-hmm. So, so Tech Nine asked Logic to do this song, and and um, Joiner was on it. Tech Nine rap fast. Joiner rap fast. Logic usually rap rap fast, but for whatever reason, Logic decided not to rap fast, and the verse wasn't that great. And Joyner felt the way because he felt like, yo, why you do that to Tech? Like, why you just didn't do you knew what we wanted you to do on the song? You totally did something different. What the fuck was wrong with you? Mm-hmm. So that was where the beef initially started. Then you remember Logic had the whole Suicide Hotline song? Yep. 
Joyner Lucas claims that he had a song made like that, or and he, he said his manager or somebody played it for Logic, and he says like, he accused Logic of stealing the song. What? That's what he claims. Okay. I don't know if that's true, but that's what he claimed, and so that's where the beef really took off. So they was beefing for a few, a couple of years. Royce is the reason they beef, they squashed it or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And so the whole thing was, hey, I'm coming out with this song, and then in the video, Logic pops up out of nowhere. So, all right, cool. Um, he does a couple. He did the one song about the girl cheating with J. Cole, which was cool because J. Cole was on it, but outside of that, it was eh. He did the whole <laughs> song about Will. He named the song Will, about Will Smith. Talking about Will, you know, I wanted to be like Will Smith or some shit like that. He even gets to the point where he even, and Will liked it so much that Will jumped on the remix with the song. Like, so he, he gets, he does these gimmicky songs to get notoriety and attention. Mm-hmm. And so, he's doing, he's been doing this for years. So he did it again with a song called Ye's Not Crazy. I don't know if Ye is in the video, but he has somebody standing behind him in the video that look, that's dressed like Ye. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's actually Ye. He also has in the background the little house that Dre, uh, Ye had his little his little uh, uh, listening parties he had for Donda, the little burning house and shit like that in the background. Like he just and I'm like, dude, why do you always have a gimmick? Can you just make good music? But every time it's always some fucking gimmick. Maybe music. that's what he really wants to do, and that's the easiest way it's going to get him it's famous and get him known. Hell, it's like dog. If you could just make good music, maybe you'd be fine. No, because he... You keep... All you do is you find out, okay, what are people talking about in the, in the, in the world? What's going on? Yeah, because that's you know the easiest way to get him attention. To, I mean. And it's weird, dog, because he, he can actually rap, but it's like, dog, you always got some fucking gimmick or some angle... It's like it's weird. It's no, like, because I think a lot of people don't want to put the work in now these days. They they want to find a microwave, cheap pop, easy way to get them the success that they they don't want to have to put in all the work for, and then have to wait years to get upon because it's like oh I gotta be relevant now. So let me see if I can do this to get relevant now. So yeah, honestly, I thought Joan Joan Lucas kind of fell off anyway. So I mean, he's, I mean he he's has still. his I guess he has his audience, but it's just weird. Um, do you cuss around your mother? No. I, I, Why? And when, eh, honestly, because that's I, I've always looked at her as like her being the parent, and it's just like, and I've gotten in trouble for cussing around her. Or she's caught me cussing or whatever. So I've always felt as a weird. kid, or are you talking about as an adult? Both. Well, not now. Of course, as an adult, she wasn't. You know, I didn't get in trouble. Who is but, who established that rule? Is what I'm trying to figure out. Where did this come from? Uh, the parents. But why? Because, uh... Like, I can see if you're cussing at them. But just cussing in general, I don't understand. So me and my sister had this whole conversation. Okay. Because what we realized is we grew up different than a lot of people. Mm Mm-hmm. They're just things that we do as a family. So y'all were... Y'all cussed in front of y'all parents. To this day. Like, when we were kids, no. Now, yes. Okay. It's not even a thought. We just talk and about I, it. I do know some kids that it's I mean, normal people to that, us. Yeah. Like we don't think about it. We well, even when we were younger, like when we were like teenagers and older, a little older, like we've always been able to talk to our parents about everything. Okay. We had See, I didn't have open that with conversations my mom. With we, our we didn't talk about, about everything. When so. they, like, just, like just whatever. Like I remember, like we, like whether it was about sex or whatever, we just always had these conversations with our parents, and it was never a problem. So we've always had that relationship with them. Mm-hmm. So even to this day, like me and my sister, someone's like, I don't even think about it. Like when I was a kid, 
was like, I, I like, I never thought, like, I don't even think about it, like, cousin around there, I don't even think about it. Like, it's one thing we, like, we ain't cousin at him, but just talking regular conversation, just talking shit and just shooting the shit and drinking whatever we doing, we don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. It's not even a thought. Like, when we were kids, totally different. But since we've been adults, it don't even cost our mind. And we thought about, and I thought about that. I was like, it's weird because a lot of people don't cuss around their parents or they think they overthink. It's like, that's a thing for them. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I, you know, I guess that's, you know, whatever works for you. But it's just weird because I couldn't see myself just changing my speech around my parents like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, even just like the amount of time we spend together. Like, we make it a point to see each other at least once a month. Okay. Like, whether it's doing an outing or getting together for whatever reason outside of holidays and shit like that, of course. We make it a point to spend time together, whether it's just me and my siblings or my, you know, my dad involved, whatever. That's just a thing. My mom was really big on family. So we, like, uh, us been spending time together. Like, I told, I told, I think I told my ex, I don't even know if I can move out of state for the simple fact that it would be weird to not spend the holidays with my family. Uh-huh. I will literally be coming back every couple months, every other month, if I lived outside the <laughs> state. Because I don't see my, Ohio. <laughs> I don't see like. myself not spending the holidays with my family. I remember because we had met at my stepmom last year because I think she canceled Fourth of July or some shit, and we was like, "Yo, that's not what we do, dog. You don't do that. <laughs> not what you doing. That's not okay." Like we just, it's just. We're well, not, did she come from a, a a background where her family was? I, well, she said she canceled because my dad was tired. We don't, but. Our thought was, oh, let him tell us that, because right. it's also because it, 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 it's the whole stepmom dynamic. Sometimes it, it sometimes it pops up. Yeah. So, whatever the case may be, it's just like even certain things. Like me, and my sister. Every time me, and my me, and my brother, and my sister, my wherever we are, my siblings talk, we always tell you, I love you. We love that we it does not. We don't even get the phone without saying it. Same thing when I talk to my dad. If we are the, we when we get off the phone, we got, we have to say it. If we don't say it, we will call you right back to say it. Like, it's weird if we don't say I love you. I don't. And I was like, I wonder if all siblings do that. And I don't think so. Um, Because that's something, but it's something we always do. And and mind you, we haven't always all gotten along. Mm -hmm. Like, there was years where we, we, Willie was like, Chris was basically the odd man out for a long time. Yeah. Probably because we we just wasn't vibing with him. You know, he was a jackass. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't really being a... He was Still a, being, is. He was a dad. He was being childish and, he, you know, all them kids and stuff like that. And so it got to a point where it was like, like, a few years ago, we finally, like, reconciled and got... We, we're way closer than we were before. Like, we're, we're good now, but we just always accepted the fact that my brother just trash nigga. This is who he is. So <laughs> is. Like, we can't do shit about that. So we're going to be... You know what we can do about it? We can't moralize it, but he's still our brother. We still love him, so we not, you know, whatever. But... There was a point, like, but no, we still, like, when we talk to each other, we all have to tell each other, we tell each other, we love each other every time we go up the phone. Like, but just the amount of time we spend together, just the the way the way we always been comfortable to talk about our parents, talk to our parents about whatever is going on, no matter what it was, no matter since the subject, no matter how, you know, whatever we we say, whatever. My brother, like I said, my brother has no filter, and that don't have it. Don't matter where who he around. Yeah, clearly. Um, and so yeah, it's just I thought about that as like. The whole idea of somehow cursing in front of your parents is disrespectful, and I never understood how. Um, and that's what it, I think that sparked the conversation because, like, we just like we just different than a lot of families I've been around. Um, even just in the closeness, I guess, in some in some cases, but just in you know, in just different ways we do stuff, and this is like, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
So that's why I asked that question. Because like, I want because I, I know I've met people who don't curse around their parents. I've even people on the internet say they don't, I don't curse around parents, and I'm like, but why? Like, yeah. Why? And I mean, it's like I mean, obviously, like my mom's come, like she's seen me. Because my like, thing is this: do your parents curse? Did 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 your parents curse around you? Of course. So then, what difference do it make? That's my thought. Uh, well, of course, according to my parents, it's like you know, cuss words is for adults. You're well, once you're an adult, I see yeah. that when you was a kid. No, you're an adult now. Uh, but obviously, like I, I have probably been on the phone quite a few times where I've cussed, and I'm sure my mom, she was in the other room and she heard it, and she didn't say nothing about that. But it's just like. Again, just it's, like, it's, but I, and if you're in her presence, you're still mindful of it. Yes, right? I am. Not, like not when you're on the phone, but like if you're having a, like you're in front of your mom, you're not like we. No, I mean I, was, I probably slipped up a couple times when I, I was but mad. The fact that you call it a slip up. That is like I couldn't even see myself. Like well, and like mind you, I had to switch when I was a kid. Yeah, because that's because all the time. My I, I, I mean, because it's in second grade. Oh my, really? So yeah, you tell me. First grade. Wow. First grade. Uh, first grade. I remember the moment vividly. Wow. This kid named Ernest I was on the playground in our first grade year. Ernest. This kid named Ernest. The Cat Miller? No. <laughs> on the playground. And this kid cursed. And I was like, did you just, did you just, did he just curse? Mm-hmm. Because in my head, I'm like, oh, it's about to be an adult round. They're like slapping my nowhere. And I looked around, and there was nobody there. Ooh. Let me try it. Bitch, wait, nobody's around. Fucker, oh, really? And I was hooked. <laughs> Cursed never since. Mm-mm-mm. It was just a shocker. It was a shocker. Um, but yeah, shit. The way I learned the middle finger was a bad word. Was I used to like I was a I was a very imaginary kid. So if I had a toy around, if I was like riding somewhere with my parents, mm-hmm. I would make like my own like like characters with like my, my hands like okay my hands gonna be like it's gonna be a man or it's gonna be like i would just do shit like that because so i made my hands into like an airplane and the airplane was like my middle finger pointed out with the, my other fingers as the wings my dad's like you can't do that it's a bad word bad word it's like what really is i do that like just ridiculous shit like that but no it's like it's funny to me like I, it was just a random thought i had when i was talking to my sister i was like huh so it was also this girl on um social media talking about how it's weird to be all affectionate in front of your family was your significant other. So, like, she and the, the example she gave was, like, sitting on your partner's lap at, like, a family get-together. I would say that that is weird. I mean, especially if that's your significant other. But the only thing that I can think of is it's just family dynamics. That She probably grew up in a family where there wasn't a lot of affection, going on or there was a lot of strict rules because and I can honestly relate to some of that stuff. That's why it I always tell Ashley she was a love as a child. I was what? I'm always tell Ashley she was a love as a child. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> this um, is the reason why she is who she is now. This is why we try to give her as much love as possible because she needs it. <laughs> you you do a bad job at it. <laughs> I support your shenanigans. Even if I do it in my own way, I still support it. <laughs> Anyways. But that that could probably more likely be where it, I mean I don't think it's necessarily where especially if you're married to the person you're sitting on their lap. No, I mean it's not like you about to have sex in front of your whole entire family. Yeah, as long so, as she's selling so, dick in front of her. <laughs> like, like that's not what they're doing. But yeah, that although that's, that'd be the weirdest porn too, because you niggas want me pretend that y'all know that they fucking right in front of you. <laughs> 
Like, you want me to think, believe that you don't know? Like, I'm supposed to suspend reality. Like, I'm sitting there, like, critiquing and shit, like, that nigga's right behind you. You want me to believe you? She watching this game and you ain't paying attention to the fact that fucking right, <laughs> fucking right behind. Like, like, she right behind you taking dick. Like, hard as hell. Hey, and what's you all that clapping? Like, nothing. She, she ain't, she's not like she got her mouth. She is moaning at the top of her lungs and you, but this, you watching the Super Bowl. Shut the fuck up. I'm just like, nah, nah, this is not, I can't even, nah, this, I can't even watch this shit no more because now I'm overthinking, I'm, I'm, I'm overanalyzing shit. I'm a bitch that's going Ebert in this shit. Man. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like, you niggas want me to suspend the belief, this, this, um, my belief like that, for real? You want me to be like a sheep? I'm supposed to believe this? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> oh, man. Um, But let's see. Is there anything else before we... Uh, shout out to Evangelist uh, Mark Calloway. Oh, yeah, congratulations to Undertaker. <laughs> he's, he's ready for his next career as a televangelist. <laughs> he was definitely holding court in his uh, his uh, acceptance speech. Oh man! Um, I think I did not surprise you when I told you when you you didn't realize that Jump was a disc record. You're talking about Cypress Hill? No, no, Criss Cross Jump was a that disc Jump. Yes, that was a disc record. Who 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 ordered it dissing? Another bad creation. You never listened to the song? I've listened to the Don't song. Don't ever compare us to another another bad little fad. Oh, I thought they were just talking about somebody. Another bad little, little fad. fad. And then uh, they said, because Inside Out is wiggly wiggly wack because another bad creation wore the clothes Inside Out, which is why they started wearing theirs backwards. Oh! Yes. JD's, JD wrote it that way because he wanted to kind of separate them from another bad creation because they came out first, and he wanted to make it, so it was a diss record, technically. Wow. I was today years old when I found out. Fun fact. Fun fact. Yes. Jump. Broccoli is man-made and crisscrosses jump is a disc record. Yes. Huh. Um, but I think that's it. I think we've talked enough. My <laughs> voice is tired and I ran out of water. And I'm, um, I'm ready to watch this uh, KO Stone Cold Showdown. So with that being said, for myself, Will K, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Will K the King. Um, you can follow the podcast um, on Down, Down With The King pod on Instagram at DWTK, DWTK pod on Twitter. Um, you can also follow the podcast at Down With The King podcast on um, Facebook. Uh, you can follow Ashley at that's Ashley K-A-Y on Instagram. And uh, you can email the podcast Down With The King podcast at gmail.com. And so for myself and Ashley K-A-Y, um, until next time, we will bid you adieu. Sayonara, Arrivederci, and all that jazz. Till next time. Bye, bitches. Bye.